all right folks yeah, all right let's let's lower that what's up it is sports news number 102 i'm francisco joined by charles right now andrew's got a thing so he will not join us for this one it's been two weeks since we were last on stuff has happened and i gotta say a thing right now uh we are the affiliates of, of Pirani's hockey world all right the customer is number one over there for them they will continue to provide the best customer service lowest price and largest product selection culmination of all their experience has and hard work has resulted in an ever-growing website with better features even more information and content and, and a continuing push to provide you with all of your hockey needs they boast the lowest prices and biggest selection of all the new products lowest prices and biggest selection of closeout and prior year products check out our website and you'll see the banners all over our homepage. Click on there, get yourself some some nice hockey gear. Charles always loves to loves to get a nice deal on anything he buys out there. So I'm looking I'm looking for some nice cups to handle these pucks. All right, because we're <laughs> back at the gym. Mm-hmm. And if uh, Prada's hockey, Ooh. if I said that correctly, has it, they get to take care of my gear. You know, if you want to take care of your gear, folks, you got to go to the place that knows how to deal with specialty. Mm-hmm. And we love hockey, and we love hockey right now. Francisco and Andrew love hockey twenty four seven. Charles likes hockey when he likes hockey. You know, <laughs> now now is the time to strike. Get it while it's hot. Don't wait to go to the mall. Do they also sell any kind of a uh, sports related memorabilia, or is it just hockey gear? It's hockey gear, man. It's I mean, gear. yeah. You, you, wouldn't you want like a Winnipeg Jets cup though? I mean, that'd be that'd be cool. <laughs> well, but you're talking about you're talking about real. You're I don't think any Winnipeg gear. fans are are popping out anytime soon right now oh they're popping in you know we don't be a paper tiger folks get yourself the real stuff yeah go to that website yeah hockeyworld.com just go there boom they got your jerseys they got yeah they sell jerseys man if you want your look, look at jerseys. that look at that don't wait till yeah. the mall got practice jerseys. They, game go jerseys. they have all the styles if you want you know you you, you want to get your beer league team going like man i really like the dallas stars colors and stuff let's Let's add our beer league team on there. So you can go to my adopted team, the Boston Bruins, because Brad Marchand. Because yeah. I am going all in on being a bad guy. Mm. Mm-hmm-hmm. So, anyways, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That's it's it's been it's been things have happened. Hockey. And we're back. Oh yeah, we're back, kids. Oh my god. Oh oh. So how's the gym, by the way? Uh, uh, I, I guess we're we're going into this where well, you know, life is a sport. My body is a sport. And I'm trying to go Tom Brady on this end of it, where I am going for all the gold, all the rings. We're not going for seven, we're going eight, nine, or ten. We're Michael Jordan. This stuff. Mm. Gym's good. I'm like the only person wearing a mask there. I'm fully vaccinated. And people are looking at me like, you know, I've had a few older people ask me why I'm still wearing a mask. And I can't hear them because I have my headphones on. So I'm not trying to be rude. But then, you know, I, I bring several cup, bottles of water of my own because I want to go from there. Um, but I love it. It's great. It's probably the equivalent of how superstars say they miss the fans and they get the fans back in for like the energy, even though I, I believe that's a falsity in professional sports. I believe in college and I believe in wrestling. Um, but it is good. We are on week three. 
I'm on a bulking, bulking cycle. I'm not trying to get too big, but mm. you know, we're on a 100 gram of protein powder per day along with the natural foods I take in. Um, I'm back to living heavy weights. The soreness is kind of going. We start week three Sunday, we, and the schedule kind of goes for me where it's chest weights. You know, we're talking about real barbells and dumbbells. Yeah. Guys. So like the week one, the strength was there. The muscle endurance was not. Um, ooh, buddy, it was not. You know, chest and legs. I was like, ah, because I do that. You know, I sent you the workout routine. I have a little altered, but Sundays it's chest and arms and some cardio. You know, we're talking about three and a half, four miles. I'm glad to be back on the treadmill because my left foot does not hurt that anymore compared to real concrete mm-hmm. mondays it, it's a leg day so my cardio is the bike and then we're doing the roads wednesday it's gonna be shoulders and arms and then we'll do uh some cardio in there so three to four miles so 39 to 40 plus minutes you know because of the treadmill it's not the same anymore i don't care about getting that nine minute mile like i used to i'm gonna alternate thursdays so just run out in the free world friday is off day saturday is back baby let me tell you something mm-hmm. your boy blood is back not in a good way the way that you young perverts out there hmm. In the uh, community internet world, like it, your boy deadlifted 265 for like the first time in a year and a half. Um, Saturday, <laughs> I regretted yeah. it. So oh. my non-sponsors is gonna be kind of funny. Uh, when we come into that's right, folks. We we have segments. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. That's all I was saying. How right. is your health? Because here here at Sports News, we care about sports. We also care about physical fitness. Well, that's What's yeah, that's kind your- of been the uh, the theme for the last couple of months between you and me. We've been talking a lot about that. Uh, unfortunately, my cousin has kind of been going to work more earlier than normal, so um, I'm not freeloading off that UFIT <laughs> membership that he's got. So even though I absolutely hate everything about getting up that early, but uh, but it was fine the, the first week that I was there. Uh, I have to get back to using the weights that I have here at home. However, uh, thanks to, I guess, consistency, my metabolism is back. So yep. I'm, I'm able to eat things and eat things that are, you know, I had Taco Bell today, man. I mean, sheesh, man. So <laughs> have you had the, you know, workout poopy poops yet? Those are always the best. When no, no, no. Full blown gym. Oh, oh, no, no, that, that's that's not me. I, uh, I I only go once per day and it's in the morning and it's it's a ritual. I, I, I have all I have all kinds of new rituals now. That's not a, but no, uh, day, you make me feel like I have to go to the doctor. I wish we had a polling system. Yeah. What is a normal bowel movement to you to everybody else? But no, no, it, it is. It's been uh, I guess mostly it's, I mean, the cardio has been great for me. That's for sure. I mean, I'm, I've been showing you I'm going faster now mm-hmm. I'm a lot faster trying to get that that uh, under that 10 minutes for my first mile. When I'm running out there, and I am going in the hottest of hot heat, three, four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> oh, that is terrible. It's great though because I love the challenge. Yeah, I love the challenge of it with that heat. Yeah, I burn and I look like you know uh, one of the Veggie Tale oh, yeah. characters. Oh yeah, today I was I was let's see I had the the black shirt on with the black sweatpants and I, yeah black in the Florida heat is not really great uh, with the, the the sleeve on the one arm and the. Uh, the uh, the solid snake bandana on as well, you know, and and, and yeah, no, that that it's been. Uh, I did that yesterday. I did that a couple of days ago, and uh, yeah, just my my right arm, which is the only one that's exposed, is uh, starting to get darker <laughs> compared to the rest of my body. Let me ask you: When you were going to UFIT, 
you know, were you mm. wearing a mask as you worked out? Because that's the real challenge. Breathing through that son of a gun. When oh, you're no, so sweating. I, no, I took oh. it off. I took it off. Uh, I'm, I'm, I feel like my heart, I, by, by running with a mask on and working out with a mask on, I better like toughen my heart muscles as well. And every vessel and aorta and everything for another to get for all the bad stuff I've done for years, taking all that pre-workout and drinking mm. hardcore for 10 years. I better add on another 10 years. Cause you know, part of me is like tempted to, and I'm not going to lie. There's sometimes where I cheat a little bit if I'm boxing. Cause I got back to the heavy bag too. Um, that hurts because my body is not <laughs> back for that. Uh, whatsoever someone's back and it's freddie says we were back after an extended absence we should rebrand as the usfl so Uh, united sports group league usgl yeah yeah usgl that could work that could work trademark that but yeah man i mean yeah we can talk about working out i mean sheesh man it's been it's been quite a journey for me and look i've lost 30 pounds this year so that is nothing to scoff at whatsoever. That is, uh, I am, I'm trying to get that last 10, Charles. I'm trying to get that last 10. Uh, what, I, I pegged you, I said once, uh, let me rephrase a, that to you, internet perms. It's not that kind of peg. I said the target weight that we were looking for was 170, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's where it's yeah. at. Yeah, that, that's, that, those, those fantastic thing is the more you exercise, the more, um, you know, the more that muscle is going to convert too. So that's when you got to get a scale. Yeah. Oh yeah. Proper BMI. Oh yeah. The the leg muscles are are definitely getting the there. The booty's so. popping, kids. The yeah. Booty's popping for them. But hey, man, it's 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 no, it's, it's, it's great, man. Sheesh. Um, go exercise, man. If you're if you're ever struggling, man, just go go out for a walk, go out for a jog. Sheesh, man. I've been. Uh, let's see. It's in. Uh, losing all this weight. I mean, sheesh. I told you. My, my my wardrobe has opened up. There's it's just a massive amount of shirts that I'm like, whoa, where did these come from? Some some nice retro shirts, some some nice actual shirts that I can wear to work. I'm not. Uh, I'm trying to actually try when I go outside, you know, and, and put on some some sort of effort to 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 look presentable to the world out there. You know, I got the beard going, but nice and trim as well. Okay, so, so you're not caveman yet. Oh no, no, no caveman whatsoever. No, I hate that look. No, no, this is nice and trim. All right, very, very, very. I guess Miami. I'm not even sure if you can say that, but, but no, no, not yeah, not with yes, this. Yes, you can. For anybody who's lived in Miami, it's Miami. I know what it is. Yeah, yeah, but not Are like you just get the line on your hair, and we'll get you oh, some tribal God. tattoos. Please, oh, no. please do it. Please, you're becoming it, man. You know that episode? <laughs> which episode of South Park was it where Cartman's like transforming? Um, damn it, I forgot which one. Which one? There, there was like one where he's, because also I was thinking about the Aqua Teen Hunger Force where Meatwad's bitten by the radioactive black guy. Oh, uh, yeah. No, no, that was, that was Shake. That was Shake. That was Shake. That was Shake, not yeah. Meatwad, sorry. It was Shake. Uh, but there was one Cartman was just having like a, a master chance. No, 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 it wasn't Cartman. It was Kyle when the Jersey kids came down. And then oh, had, like, and he wanted to be a, a tall black kid. No, 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 no. It's the one where um, he finds out that Kyle finds out his mom's from Jersey. Oh, yeah. He's and then like, that's the yeah, Jersey Shore spoof yeah. episode. And it's like, you know what that's the Jersey thing? And he's like being compelled to pop off his car, <laughs> put on the rings, get a whole bunch of uh, like, so, you know, I don't think it's putty, just, you know, straight up pomade. But that's going to be you. You're going to yeah. get the it, Miami classifications for those oh, who, God. you know, do not live in Miami. Tribal tattoos, everybody calling each other bruh. 
Hey, bro. Hey, bro. What's going on, oh, bro? God. You're going to get the line in your hair on the left side. Never on oh, the right side. Oh, and the, the, the line in the eyebrow, too. Oh, the, the line in the eyebrows. You're going to get one single um, ornament or accessory, whether it be an earring, an eyebrow <laughs> ring, um, a big-ass chain. It, it's it's due, man. It came, if you live in Miami, you're born in Miami, that, that came out of your mother's vagina, too. It wasn't your umbilical cord. It's your chain, baby. Mm. Um, Hairy-ass knuckles. Uh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, um, it's a Jersey thing. Freddie gets it. Um, oh my God. Yeah, so you're, you're right passage there. You're going to come back next time I see you. You're going to have fully situated them tribal tattoos. You're going to oh, wear very tight white gears, which I already do as is. I'm like, look, I'm like a lot. Oh you know? my God. And okay. So when I was going through my, my old wardrobe and just finding these shirts that now fit me after years, like five years or something, man. And it's and I found I found the tank tops. I'm like, oh boy, these are tattered and everything. I mean, nothing like Smelter, you know, which you can get like on your your PS4, your five, your your Xbox Series X or the one. Download it on PC. Hey, get on your Switch, man. Get on your Switch, and then you'll be able to play it on that Switch Pro that everybody says is gonna come out. You know, it's already out. It's out April 22nd. So so go try that out. All right, Steam, Humble, Bumble, whatever, all that stuff. It's on there. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, but no, it's it's been it's been good. I, the eating is what I'm trying to stave off because uh, you know you start feeling good and it's like, hey, maybe I can take it easy and have a have this and that. You know, like, I gotta watch it, man. It's a slippery slope. It's a massive slippery slope, especially for me. So. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying as, as as hard as I can to avoid going back to the old ways. Does it sound terrible when I tell you that my ass just literally came from Walmart and I stocked up on three things? That is the curse for anybody trying to lose weight. Butter bread. Mm. Um, I love butter bread. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, it's either, especially if it's like Arnold's bread, um, love it because you know i eat a lot saving money means not going out to eat at lunch a lot and i'm like all right now we're in the phase where i'm like the next five six months i plan just saving as much as possible yeah so i gotta get the right kind of bread i bought oreos of course oh, I ran out, so you know I, I needed my double stuff and then i bought ding-dongs i don't know why oh, i was God. saving them and i i need that because i burn a lot of calories man <laughs> you know it's just plain and simple and your boy needs it and i have one before the show because when we're doing our like uh, hokey pokey of figuring out if we're going on or not, I'm like I'm hungry, but I'm not gonna leave to get food and rush my dinner. So yeah. I eat this ding dong. They change the formula. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, either they change the formula, or I've had it in so long that it, it doesn't have the same appealing. Well, taste. that's the thing. That's the thing with those sweets. All right, we're gonna get on this. We're gonna get on this. Yeah, uh, you know, if, if, right. and for anybody who's new to the show or listening to the podcast, if it's a Francisco and Charles show, oh yeah, food. We could do the food draft, but we can make Andrew. It into a, a Andrew keeps us on a steady like. Okay, this is a sports show. Let's talk about sports and stuff. You know, he's got the. He, I, I swear, he was going to talk about like the college baseball playoffs and all that stuff that was going on. And I was like, nah, nah. Uh, I scrapped that. <laughs> we no college baseball I, I, playoffs. I, I watched some of it though because here's the thing. Now that I'm back at the gym instead of working at home. Oh, you see the highlights. I was yeah. watching uh, the women Seminoles versus Alabama for yeah. the women's uh, baseball world classic whatever it's called yeah. um there's too many sports going on but it was good like i can get back into it man i'm gonna i'm gonna watch back soccer because that's the only time it's on is like saturday yeah, on my gym that's Europe, the only time yeah. i watch it yeah 
I'll even watch cars make left turns if I have to because mm. I got to do something on the treadmill aside from listening to my audio books because I'm, I'm a video, audio, visual learner. And mm-hmm. so it, it works in. So I can listen to Harry Dresden and also go from there. Um, have the snacks. Just pay attention. Porsche. Thank you. Thank you, view. That's my whole thing. I think I told that to Francisco. We were going on the tour. I, but it's hard with Oreos because hear, hear me out here. If I have a small cup of milk, I'm probably getting two to four Oreos. But if oh. my dumb ass picks the big glass of milk, mm-hmm. it's over. It's, mm-hmm. like six, it's like six to eight. I'm oh. not even Oh, you know what I do? I, I call it my diabetes cocktail. Uh, sometimes, if I'm feeling really frisky, I'll buy that Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I'll buy the pack of the Oreos, and I will just stuff the Oreos with the Cinnamon Toast Crunch and just crunch that thing all. And just, it, a, we have a death wish? It is, it, is sl- it is literal pig slop. And it is yeah. absolutely like I can feel my heart stop when I <laughs> like I've never heard of that. And I'm like, hey, my, my kidneys, I have no idea. My liver, it, it, whatever is going on in my body, uh, there is no not enough insulin that will uh, get me back to normal <laughs> after one of those. Because I mean, it's, it's goddamn. Oh my god! It's, if I want a healthier version of that, I use it with Rice Krispies because you know. <laughs> <laughs> gotta watch gotta watch that cholesterol you, you know what power ranking time rice crispy treats really low really low really like, that was my day. go-to snack at law school at the, the, the no. at the vending machine in the in the whatever the lounge well, room or whatever well you see in my time of law school it was the how can i hate myself even more kind of snacking so that's why i had the big old um the honey bun basically no no oh, i love that shit but mm. the big old jars of the honey roasted almonds and then mm. the non-flavored almonds that you get at Walmart, the great value size. Because why back then? That's when I was doing my stronger power lifting. So, you know, bigger boy coming into it and getting the nutrition. Now I'm like, oh, I'm like 148. I'm going to eat whatever the hell I want and go from there. Um, but uh, Rice Krispie Treats, low. And I think two reasons why. I think they're too sticky for me. And I know it's weird because, you know, I love my honey buns. But um, it's a different kind of sticky. It's I a different think... kind of sticky. I think with Rice Krispies treats, you can do you a do, lot with them. If you do it homemade, it's better. Yeah. Okay. I, rather I than the processed that. version that they sell. Okay, I, I can get that because you know I, I would like boil fruit loops. I'm incompetent with the kitchen sometimes. <laughs> You're the registered chef. I'm basically like the homeless guy who thinks three day old bananas are okay. So I'm like, oh, let's just do this. Yeah. Um, power rankings: Rice Krispie treats on the low. Um, okay so i was okay so i went and and there's no structure to the show whatsoever so be you uh freddie yeah we might sprinkle in like hey you know montreal canadians just swept the winnipeg jets and uh, toronto maple leafs are are are, are charles is all brad marchand yeah like i i'm putting i'm putting it in there man surprisingly though Okay, so me and Andrew, because uh, Andrew's been hanging out in my office to, to study and stuff like that. So we've been uh, like going out to like you know grab lunch or grab dinner or whatever. And so we like for some reason after the Leafs lost that series, we've been seeing people wearing Leafs gear around like where we're grabbing lunch and stuff. And I'm like, why? Why? Where? I mean, these. Uh, I guess maybe they came from Canada recently. Maybe maybe they were so ashamed that they left Canada and came down to Florida <laughs> and don't want to be anywhere in Ontario for the summer. I'm not even sure. Uh, they they were a reverse snowbird in a way. I guess I'm not sure. But Leafs fans have been 
noticeable down here in South Florida, which is like, I know the Panthers lost in the first round, but I actually feel sorry for Leafs fans. <laughs> yeah, it's almost the equivalent of like another South Florida team that lost in the first round. I don't even feel bad Ooh. as that fan. Did you think we were going to lose? I mean, I don't know if you noticed the uh, matchup that's on the screen. If uh, For those who are not watching it, you know, in the audio version of this, it's uh, NBA uh, in the show or something like that. For the N64, it just happens to be the uh, back then New Jersey Nets versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Unlike unlike the real world, this is a virtual game because that score was never close. Oh, yeah. Never (laughs) close. Wait till the the power ranking of my favorite thing. Humble pie. Ooh, yeah. And there is the uh, I didn't even add a description for this. I just put our SG 102 and there's a big giant piece of pie. Or a pie in the background. That's so basically you treat this like a season finale of a TV show where you're not given a scintilla <laughs> of a storyline because you don't want to spoil it and read up. This is perfect, kids. Because if we're going off the beaten path, that's how you can tell on the podcast show. You know. Ooh, I like I like Freddie's retort there. As far as Leafs, oh man, Leafs, Leafs fans. I'll tell you this, uh, and I, I I talked with with uh, with Andrew about this. Like I I honestly wouldn't mind Montreal even winning the Stanley cup right now because so how they're are we doing this. Canada's opening the borders back for the sports, right? From what I checked the other day, I, I get, I don't know. Yeah. Something like for, that. For I mean, hockey. I, I would, I mean, that's yeah. Cause at some point the, uh, uh, they're like after, well, now that the, the Canadians are, are done, they're going to reseed and they're probably going to face either Vegas or, or Colorado. So that's, uh, that's the exception. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. B you just said it. Uh, it's the exception right now. So I doubt it's gonna apply to like the Blue Jays who are playing in Buffalo right now. Uh, they moved up from their spring training place to Buffalo again, and I guess they're just kind of sitting there waiting until they can head back. But anyway, they're tearing down their stadium anyway, so it doesn't even matter. They might as well just stay, stay in Buffalo for the next two years. Uh, so, but man. It, uh, yeah, I, I don't mind Montreal doing what they're doing because it's kind of, I mean, they haven't won forever. They're kind of like the New York Yankees of the NHL anyways, uh, except the Yankees have never had a drought as long as this. Even though uh, after the past weekend, it seems like you guys, <laughs> you guys, <laughs> Yankee fans, it seems as if it's a long drought. Well, actually, it kind of is for you guys. It's been, I mean, But I, what is a drought? And this is, I, I guess this is how we're going to go. Like, we're going to go. 18 years. Let's just yeah, say that for my team. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to go philosophy-wise here. Um, any Socrates, Plato, all this other fun stuff. What is a drought? Because for a team that's basically perennially in yeah. the um, playoffs and, you know, two out of four, two out of three years. Um, yeah, American League Championship AL, Series. Yeah, Championship. I'm like, expectations. And I understand sports fans, especially in new york um don't have expectations but to speak of somebody who was able <laughs> Knicks to fans. Yeah, Knicks, oh don't worry <laughs> Ooh. Um, Ooh. Who, who's able to kind of cater certain emotions it could be worse it could be much worse you could the buffalo bills were that, that team that you felt sorry for in such a long time right if you're looking at football and how they just couldn't sniff the playoffs for what 17 years the florida panthers you know coming mm. into just the last time they appeared in a game there's teams at all levels of sports that have never appeared and 
even like a division championship or conference yeah. championship. Never won. Yeah, Seattle Mariners. Look to? at them. They so, never went to World yeah, Series, you know? Exactly. And they had, like, hands down, some oh, of yeah. the best teams. Oh, 2001 team. Lost yeah. to the Yankees. Yeah, so it's like I don't take too much into it. I just think that when we're when we're teams that have expectations, I will say this change needs to come. And I, I don't know if see the problem with baseball. It's not like football and basketball where I think you can say, "Hey, we're going to blow it up," and it actually might yield some fruit, like the Seventy Sixers, frogs. But in baseball, that's such a dangerous game that I can never advocate for it because if not, you're going to be stuck like the Cincinnati Reds. You're going to be stuck like the Pittsburgh Pirates. Like that is damnation. Um, what meant blowing up for them for missing the window on a three-year period with a few star players and competent guys. But I don't think it's bad. But Montreal, um, I don't know enough about them history-wise, and thankfully I've learned not to talk out of my ass. But uh, if, if they're going good now, they haven't been eliminated yet, right? I have to No, they just, they just swept Winnipeg. So. Oh, they just swept Winnipeg. That's right. It was, I was watching that the other day. What the hell's going on with me? Um, if anything, they could become like your Kansas City Royals feel-good story of a team that you're like you know what good for them if your team gets eliminated good for them because that's how i felt with the royals when yanks were going there. i'm like please one please when they lose um that first appearance and then uh to the giants who san francisco's just a likable team i can't explain it um yeah. and then they win um the second one and you're like yeah yeah i could do this this is great um so that's like the sensation so good for montreal i mean right now i'm in the brad marchand hat because dirtiest player of the game got worked for me granted I, apparently oh, he, he ain't the dirtiest player he's just yeah yeah that's he's, the he's, thing, you, know? you know he's he's gonna i mean shit man i haven't even thought of, i have to look at his numbers see if he's gonna be a hall of famer because i mean he's played there long enough he's gonna get his numbers tired obviously but i have to look at that uh, i mean b you could probably say better than i can whether brad marchand is a uh hall of fame worthy i mean patrice bergeron before anybody else but yeah yeah. Oh man, we are awful. It is all over the place. No, uh, but it's gonna come back to the topic. I promise you, because you know, unlike those, those yeah, playoffs, yeah. Bu, Bu's like, yeah, the Habs being a feel-good story. I, I, I just, I mean, they were the lowest seed coming into this playoffs, so they, it's kind of weird having like a Cinderella run for a team that's won the most Stanley Cup championships, but they haven't won in twenty. Uh, was it like thirty something years? Almost thirty years. So like, but I would say to BU, that's what makes us so good, is because you need investment in any kind of playoff feel and environment. Lightning, and if you're gonna have it, one nothing already. Well, that series is that gonna team. be over. Damn it! I mean, Tampa's kind of scary because it doesn't seem like they've missed uh, a beat. Yeah, they and they're gonna face. Uh, who uh, was it? Uh, well, New York Islanders are up three two. So. Come on, Brad Marchand. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. But the Isles, I, I, the only thing about the Isles that I, I think gives them, I think they, because they played them last season against the Lightning, I think another season with Barry Trotz behind the bench there, I mean, that man has found a way to pick apart the Penguins. And I feel like if he gets another stab at the Lightning, he'll try to find a way to pick them apart too. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Bringing it back to sweets, because this is what it was all coming down. Oh to. yeah, um, you know, just like the, you know, the Montreal team. I, I forget their name right now. Canadians, right? Mm-hmm. 
That, look at that, I know things. There's some kind of sweets that you feel a craving to that's been a long time. And oh, that's that's, where, that's where the tangent the was ding, going. Yeah. yeah, that's where the ding dong was Okay, yeah, so like, all right. So I went to uh, Punta Gorda for like a mini vacation, went to see somebody and then like, you know, hung out, whatever. And then so like, uh, just just to get, get away from Miami for like a day, you know, you, you want to get away sometime, just like in Smelter, you know. He's being kicked out of the garden eating. She's all pissed off. So you just you know try and help her out on your PS5, your 4, your Xbox Series X, your Xbox One, your your Switch, or heck your PC. Why not? All right, you got some of that. What, what was it? It was a mix of this game was a mix of a like a real time strategy platformer. It was something weird like that. I, I can't even imagine that. But regardless, I mean, so many things are combined, like your Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> that you know it's tough because now things are rogue light, rogue like. Uh, I can't all even just tell. dungeon crawlers. Yeah, yeah. That's it. So okay, so I went there, and so uh, it, it was late at night, and like the only thing open around there is like Wawa. So I just I drove to the Wawa, and I'm just walking in there, and I'm and I'm I'm like craving. I'm like I I got a sandwich from them, uh, chicken salad sandwich. Uh, never gonna get that ever again. <laughs> Don't like their chicken salad mix whatsoever. So, yeah, but, I, I you know if you've seen that episode of Futurama, too runny for me. <laughs> Yeah, you don't eat things from the gas station to a degree. Oh, but not for a while. I mean, but I don't know. It was a little too runny for me. I I, they, I probably got the last of the uh, of the slop at the end of that one. But regardless, uh, but I was like looking for like something sweet, man. I was like, what the hell is here? And I got, oh man, what was it? It's it's those. Uh, it was cupcakes with like the glaze on top. It was chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Hoes. Is that what they are? Uh, or some, I don't know. Some I, I know which ones you are. It's yeah. either Hostess or Little Debbie's. I think Little Debbie's got bought out. I don't think it was either one of those. But, you know, it's those Entimans. companies you see in the gas station. Yeah, exactly. So, Oh, Entenmann's? Oh. oh, the Louisiana Crunch Cake from Entenmann's? Don't even oh, get me started on that, man. Buddy, it's that, it's that crumb cake, man. Oof. Yeah. Tech on that. I mean, the butter pound cake is, of course, the... Uh, that is... Oh. Even their lemon cake's good. That's like kissing Jesus right there on a, on a nice day when you're hungover and you need something fresh. I swear things. there was... I mean, they used to have stores, like the, like actual like Entenmann's stores where they made the stuff fresh. I remember the back then in West Palm Beach when they had one of those. I'm like, oh my God. How, how does like... You know, you walk in and like those guys that work there, how, did, how does it feel being in heaven right now? You know? Feels good, man. How does living that life, making cake... there too. Yeah. You know, could you imagine? Like, I would just snack. Oh my god, I screwed up the pound cake, and oh I'm like, god. I can't let this go away. Oh yeah, me working in a restaurant was not a great idea <laughs> when I was 18, to 17 years old. Not a great idea for the uh, uh, very obese version of me. <laughs> but yeah, man, yeah, that that was that was really, and I was tempted at getting the other stuff, you know. The uh, God, man, zebra cakes. They had the zebra cakes, man, and That's the ones they sell at the gas station are bigger than the ones that they that you know come in the in the box. Yeah, they'll sell you the travel size. Yeah, no, but the travel size is bigger than the normal ones. So, if you ever get the chance, I mean, just get one of those. But man, the calories, man, it is. It is. I mean, here's the thing too: they got king size candy bars. That stuff's not fair. Yeah. You see, like, oh, hey, we got the Reese's Cups. Okay, what kind of Reese's Cups yeah. do you have? We have the Reese's Cups that could feed, like, eight people. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? You're like, yeah. Gah? 
And then you're like, how much is it? Two dollars and thirty nine cents. Yeah, let's just do this. Like I hate armor and go from there. I hate driving. You know, like for for the most part, uh, I guess in the cities, whatever all that stuff. But I don't mind road trips, and, and the yeah. and the very reason why is because of the stacking. Get them combos for real. Like I used to do the, uh, you know, the the ten hour drive from from Palm Beach to to Tallahassee, uh, get back to Florida State, man, and and that was always, uh, uh, you you want to, uh, I guess. Uh, being peaceful in solitude type of moment, you go on a road trip by yourself, and and stop by the gas station, grab those snacks, just start, just being a freaking pig, inside of your own car. I mean, there's there's a beauty to that, you know. It's fantastic. <laughs> there's an absolute beauty to that. Yeah, but zebra, oh zebra cakes, and then they have the Christmas cakes. Whenever uh, that comes around, they, they switch I, them out. When I was at Walmart today getting stuff, um, I wanted actually Twinkies. I know what they had was not Twinkies, but the Star Spangled Twinkies. Oh. I, I couldn't do it. My my love for the country is cut off by limits of you making any kind of <laughs> fancy for my Twinkies. The only kind of Twinkies I have that I'll take that are variants are regular normal Twinkies or um, fried Twinkies at the fair. Yeah. I don't play around with any other stuff. You know, you, you, can, you can call it patriotism all you are. You can call it anti-American, but I draw the line. I can't do the sprinkles on the Twinkies. I think it will absolutely 100% ruin the flavor. Yeah. I, I didn't want to buy it. Yeah, because you're going to bite it. into it, and it's going to, like, completely... I don't even like... I don't like sprinkles on ice cream. Like, what yeah. the benefit, the purpose... Oh, we're, debate time. The only purpose that sprinkles has in this warm, in this world, for confectionery purposes, is on a donut. I don't even like it on a cake, mm. but I will accept it on a cake. And I might accept it on an ice cream cake, but I don't see the point of it whatsoever. They give... nowhere, we go, nowhere we go and say, mm, I like to have this individual sprinkle. Right. When you're on my Twinkie now, I want that fluffy goodness and that cream, man. God, how are we not X-rated sometimes in band of the show? But I mean... that's what I want. <laughs> I want sprinkles on that. Oh, so so me and me and Andrew were. Uh, I don't know. If they have BurgerFi up there. Where you're yeah, at? yeah. I, I actually went to one of the uh, like when I came back from a wedding. I went to one by that was down in Jupiter, or close to Jupiter, like 15 minutes from where I live. Yeah, I had uh, one of the things. It was good, kind of greasy, but I kind of like that. Number. Like you need a burger to be greasy sometimes. Help not stuff aside. Yeah, you no. Know, every once, I mean, I don't get, I don't eat hamburgers very much. I kind of, kind of stopped for whatever reason i just kind of been mainly just the chicken sandwich kick you know that's that's what i've been doing but like uh but burger fries got their you know their 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 confectionery stuff out there and oh man they they have these things called concretes which is basically like uh diarrhea in a cup and but it's good (laughs) it's good their red velvet one is absolutely amazing but that thing runs through me like it, it, it is, it. I don't think I've ever had anything that just went from start to finish as far as digestion in my entire life. Than one that's of like, those things. That's like Charles have a big old bowl bowl of blue cheese on them wings. You're like, well, you know, and it's not even it's not even like simple blue cheese. It's the chunky blue cheese that's mm-hmm. all made. And you're like, well, yep, we're gonna die today. Yep. So, but there's one thing that they were offering. They had Dunkaroo shakes. Okay. Ugh. 
Man, that's making a callback too. But they, the one, I guess the one specific one that's where we're at. I don't know. They don't have it. They never have it. They they advertise it on their little screen there. They got the, you know, the 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 menus on the on the HD TVs on the top. But they keep advertising it, but they never have it. So I don't know if they ran out of Dunkaroo material. I have no idea. But it, it's it's supremely disappointing. And the nearest other burger fi is all the way at the beach. And I'm not going to go all the way over there until I move. So that's that's not going to be a thing. Uh, I, I'm not going to go all the way there for a shake. But, yeah, as far as... Okay, so I go to my sister's house, and we have very rarely talked about sports so far. <laughs> we, we talk about hockey. Yeah, we, we talk about hockey. Oh yeah, we're and we you have know, yet to get a, to the this NBA. This is usually a two-hour show, kids. And like, uh, I, I'm liking this beat down the the virtual Hawks are doing to the Knicks right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> 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 so, that that felt so good. Let's let side side yeah, note. Let's go. I I absolutely loved seeing the Hawks. You talk about teams that really just played to show the be there in comparison. Because we in our state of basketball, if you remember Brandon Rourke, if you listen to our show, we were like, oh, you know, they fired Lloyd Pierce. Now they have Nate McMillan. We're really hoping that something good comes into it because there's too much talent. Proving us right. We were all smart people. And at no point did we ever say the Knicks were good. It felt like this season was the product of, like, the Knicks were just going to be there because if once they got Derrick Rose and traded, I won and happen um we felt that it was just gonna be there but they for them being what the fifth seed or the fourth seed i, I know they alternated i i, I never got the four or five but whatever the knicks were i think it was five but it was probably four no way shape or form do i think they would have matched up well with any team including us except for like washington um that they would have won out of the first round so <laughs> <laughs> Spike Lee leaving, getting called out by Reggie. And, you know, for those who don't know basketball history, Ooh. Reggie is a basically, like, he's the Voldemort, I would say. If I have to put the common connections of this world, um, he's the Voldemort of New York Knicks fans. He's just going to go kill some babies, man. And kill yeah. Go from there. Or not even just that. He's just... Um, uh, I mean, he's he's the, the iconic he's just, choke uh, meme. Oh. Or, or GIF. Breaking breaking everybody's hearts. And I loved it because I, I, I never really cared for the Pacers. I never really cared for Reggie back in those days. But it was still interesting. It was a different time, man. It was a different time, different era. There was too many good talents in there. I mean, um, yeah. And so it's harder now. I, I think if he was a prime player now, he would be the star he should have been. Granted, he had his chance. So let's not make it seem like he never got there. But yeah. All, all relative. He got to today. one finals. That's all. Yeah. All and once Jordan today. retired, it was. But he was probably more disliked in the Garden than Jordan. Oh, then, yeah. um, I, yeah, I would say more than Jordan, more than um, Isaiah, Isaiah, more than KG, you know, or anybody on the Heat. Great. Yeah, that was like, yeah, but we, we didn't really have those kind of jab moves. Yeah, I, yeah, I, the Heat was more once again more of a team thing. It was Zoe and yeah. Hardaway and you know all those guys. But it, it, just to have him call on Spike Lee because it, it just it just amazed me. And I watched almost all of the games. And this is why I hate, I hate living on the East Coast because the East Coast basketball has been terrible. Absolutely atrocious. Absolutely just I, – I, I, you know? I mean, yeah, look at the first round. It was 
terrible. Uh, the Sixers won four one. The Hawks won four one. That was fun, at least. Yeah, the, uh, I watched all of it. He got swept, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, no, it does not matter. And the worse than being the fan base of the team that got swept. Being mm-hmm. the fans of the team that's like showing up as if they even should have been there in the second round. I oh mean, that's kind of what happened to the Winnipeg Jets. They swept the Oilers and then they got swept by the Canadiens. It's like, oh, uh, I guess you guys were just your goalie and that was it, huh? And it makes me laugh that the Bucks are doing this bad because what is the reference of the Heat always is referred to as is the team no one wants to play because you know it's going to be a physical grind. We got destroyed in almost every game except for game oh, yeah. one. At that, but we're in your head. Oh, you don't want to play? You want to play for food? Well, to be honest, I'm going to tell you something, son. We were just a snack. You were, you know, your heavy ass was just going there eating jelly beans before you went to the restaurant, and you can't even handle the appetizer. Mm. Look, look, Brooklyn's mm. scary. Brooklyn oh, yeah. is Brooklyn's looking terrifying. And um, when we talked about State of the Union for basketball, you know, I, I remember I ate some humble pie saying, I, I don't know if this was going to be the legitimate thing uh, back when we had John guest starring and go follow his podcast show. I forgot the name of it. But, um, but that was before they got Blake. And what was that? I was like, I want that crotchety old man. Mm. Was I not telling you? I wanted that crotchety old man. I wanted Mr. No Knees because Mr. No Knees, you can't do anything in Detroit. I knew if he had that change of location. Now you put Mr. No Knees with Joe Harris and everybody else. That's a that's a scary team. Even yeah. Harden, he's, he's, he, he's not pressured to score. He's just rebounding. Just get a, get up there and get it. He's gonna rebound. He's gonna play defense. It's gonna work well. But you know they, they were just we were just jelly beans. We weren't even the good candy. You know what we were? We were just like that. Oh, uh, you know, let me. I gotta get gas. I gotta get food. I gotta drive down to Clematis. I'm gonna get some snacks in there, but it's not even the stuff that Charles and Francisco like. And then you got ate too much of us. You had nerds candy. Another candy mm, I kind of yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, a good one. That's a good it, one to it, describe. Yeah, it's like you had your nerds candy, and when someone said, "Hey, or sweet boo, tarts or something like that," yeah, you'd be like, "Hey, boo, you know this is the cheesecake factory. What would you like as an appetizer?" And you're like, "I can't even eat this mozzarella stick." <laughs> so, fooey to you because you're gonna lose without James Harden now because he's got just take him out. You don't need him. Durant's unstoppable now. Amazing. Mm. Uh, Kyrie's doing what he has to do, and then you have all the other pieces doing what you need. Exactly. So. Well, how are you going to feel at, at, in a very uh, scattered shot uh, show, but we told you sports was coming in, we're just going to relate to the food episode. That's what we're calling the sweets episode. Mm. Um, but how are you going to feel knowing that you're almost fully healthy, you don't have DiVincenzo, boo-hoo, they don't have James Harden. There's a standard production that's vastly different in that player um, comparison. And you're just, like, losing by a lot. What does that say to you? What does that say to Budenholzer? What does that say to Giannis? Because, you know, I, I, man, I'm taking back that humble pie. I was humble pie slice one because we're bringing all the sweets related. I was going to give it to the Bucks. I legitimately was, Francisco. It was going to happen. I talked that trash. I said mm-hmm. I wasn't scared of them. I would say I said Drew Holiday being on that team meant absolutely nothing because you have a defender, but you don't have a, a primary scorer after Giannis when Giannis chokes up. You know, I'm not into the Chris Middleton hype. Everybody gets max contracts these days. This is a year's worth of um, just uh, apoplectic behavior. Big word, kids. We went to law school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and exclamations coming into it. And I was on the point telling you that Giannis should not have been MVP. I said that. I did not see it. I felt that should have been Harden's back-to-back. Because what? Uh, Giannis was two times back-to-back. Not like Jokic. We'll talk about that in a second, kids. But I didn't feel that that was Giannis to deserve because he just can go through. And mind you, 
I don't hate Giannis. I don't hate any player. I hate Francis and Pierce. You hate. But there's developments that come into it. But we're evaluating talents because that's all we can do. We don't play the sport professionally. But I had talked all this uh, this this smack for basically the full calendar year. Had I not, from the minute we eliminated mm-hmm. them, yep. till now, that's when it was all coming in, and I was giving them a nice, healthy chunk of humble pie. And humble pie for the people who don't remember because we've been out for a little bit. It happens is when Charles. It's almost like our you know um, Gottlieb's goons, but we're not really being goons. We're just showing some sign of humility. I baked you a pie, and I will eat this slice of you. I'll break bread with you of my idiocy or my wrongness. Mm-hmm. But part of being a commentator in in I guess the sports world is the way I'll phrase it, even though we're not. We're just guys and from the Ninja from Moscow. They're now lawyers, just trying to you know get outside of the law life. Um, for you know all pleasantries in life is all we can do is just evaluate your talent. Here's the thing about evaluation talent: you can be right, you can be wrong. I was ready to give you that piece of pie, and now you're getting blown up by a team that doesn't even have their second best score. Yep. Um, I don't feel bad. I'm taking it all back. You get nothing unless you come back now. That is the incentive because you got blown out by almost 50. It's just there was some garbage time coming in. the The first match was like meh. Um, all, and you want to rest your laurels on beating a Heat team and sweeping Heat team, Bucks fans? It's a Heat team, I, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I, I, a Heat team that never at any point really had their full squad together. So, And also a Heat team that has, over the last couple seasons, played more than anybody else along with the, the Lakers, you know? So... But- but no, let, let, that's giving them the excuses because you know who loves that? The people who call us bubble gangsters. Looking at you, Chuck. I heard you. Mm. I love you, and I heard you. And I'm going to say this now because everybody's going to be throwing it to us and the Laker fans. And I'm going to say this right now. Okay, fine. We don't get it. But if you I'm just going the- back to your point that, you know, it was just they were they were snacking on the things and they didn't realize that they haven't even reached the appetizer yet that's yeah. that's all I'm, that's what i'm trying to get at oh i'm with it i'm with it i'm just i, I have to i like construe like three mm-hmm. segments into one but it's got to come out because now it's coming in it's like that diarrhea that you had when you had your confection um thing you know at uh burger five mm-hmm. bring it all in you know y'all y'all want to say that we were only good in the bubble fine but if you if for the bucks fans who are probably more humble than you know actual NBA Twitter fans and the Twitter fans who want to talk all that trash from the Heat, but they want to wrestle laurels of the season for the Bucks if they get eliminated for just beating a Heat team and sweeping them. You're just the equivalent of Miami fans and how obnoxious we can be. Calling it right now, how does it feel? To bring it back mm. to your whole purpose, to quote Delaney Walker from two years ago when we beat the Browns in that first game, like 38 to something. You want to crown them? Crown them. You still got to play the game. And that's look at that that was good and they played with it and i think when the season when we did their state of the union for basketball go listen to that episode um episode 99 98 maybe one of those two maybe. um we we really just says like this does not feel like the bucks team to be scared of and it holds true now i think right now they would match up better with philly because mb's basically working on one knee because he has a torn meniscus and they're still letting him play Wade did it too, but Wade had popped it what close to the finals. Yeah, tore it close to the finals. There's a lot of basketball play, and mm-hmm. you have a guy who has already had a history of knee issues. This doesn't help, but do I want to subject him to further harm? I don't know. But to bring it all back in, that's how I feel about the Bucks. We can get to the frauds in a bit. Mm. I've talked a lot, apparently. 
Oh no, we we are. Let's see. Oh, we, we have, no, well, actually, we're. It's just kind of a stream of consciousness that we're doing right now. But it's focused. Oh it's yeah, great. Oh no, hey, of course. Yeah, this is this is. Uh, I, I like. I kind of like this getting uh, off the uh, shoot from the hip type of thing. So this is, this is this feels like the Jerry Springer. You know, <laughs> you were my best friend. Now you hate me, kind of thing. We could just let it all out. Yeah. You know, Mori Povich, you're not the father. Let's see who is playing tonight. Okay, so Hawks. And the Sixers. All right. Well, we'll talk about that at some point. <laughs> uh, the Clippers, who I uh, I have on the screen here against the Mavericks, uh, not the team that I wanted to move on. I, I wanted the drama if the Clippers had lost that that series, but alas, Man. did not happen. Well, the, the drama with that Dallas team is just there's nobody on that team, but. Luca and Tim yeah. Hardaway Jr. What's yeah. up with Chris Asperzingas fleecing that Dallas team for $35 million a year mm-hmm. when he had no energy and looked sad and now he wants to just blame, you know, uh, not having a team built around him or not giving an opportunity to be a stud? Hey, like, man. That, that team ain't his. That, that team, team is his. sure as that hell not. wasn't even yours in New York. You know, yeah. Knicks fans just fall in love with anybody who has a good uh, scoring production. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I'm having Jeremy Lin. Same thing. Yeah. 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 So... Uh, let's see. So let's see. Then uh, yeah, Clips versus Utah. Let's see. Oh, holy shit! The Marlins are actually winning four to one. Look at that. Hey, oh, look oh, at that. Oh, the oh, Astros oh. are spanking the Red Sox for you, Charles. How hey, you feel? <laughs> it's terrible. It's kind of like the lesser of all evils. But yeah. It, it, it's not when you think about it because there's only like three players I don't care for in the Astros, and there's not the magic here. Why do we hate the Red Sox? You still were able to have Alex Cora hire yeah. back on. Hey, man. Or ever <laughs> be petty to it. Yep. Yeah, they're half game behind the Rays right now. Rays are playing. What are they playing tonight? I think everybody's right. playing tonight. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. It's usually how we start yeah. the show. That's, that's yeah. how we can tell you how much from uh, from yeah. the hips. One one to one right now against Washington. So yeah, that, that's a winnable game for them. So you guys play. You guys play the Twins. All right. You sure as hell better win that game. We need something. Yeah. That's a series you got to win. That that, that should mean, be a sweep. Francisco, we took like two out of three from the Rays. I was feeling really good. Mm. And then what happened was we blew every lead in the Red Sox yep. series. Every single bit of it. And I knew it. And I, I, I just knew it. I, I knew Cole was going to have a bad game against the Rays. I was like, oh, you know, do it because it's so typical in baseball. We're going to lose weapons. And then, you know, with the Red Sox, I was just like sitting there because we don't have real stuff pitching. And everybody's like, oh, what do you need? You know, X, Y, Z. You need hitters. I'm like, yeah, but not every, not everything can be dingers, man. Like straight up, it can't, they can't work like that. And having guys who can hold that lead, it matters so much. Oh, I miss Zach Britton. I can't wait till he comes mm. back. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, all right. So, all right. So, uh, gaming wise, I mean, we might as well go here. Right? We got a video game in the background. So, uh, I mean, I haven't, I haven't done much gaming, but. Uh, you know what? Ah, screw it, man. There's no, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no format to this today. Let's go to a word from our not sponsors, right? Yeah. We promise we'll bring some sports into every bit, kids. Yeah, yeah, no, but let's do it. People, places, things, concepts, anything that we've been enjoying over the last two weeks, let's just say, okay. we haven't been on in a bit. So, uh, I guess I will. I might have two because I guess Andrew's not here, so. I guess I'll I can find do two. two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we can I got two, you got two. stretch this out. But uh, latest one, so it's been a while since I've been enjoying 
you know, video games. I mean, I've been playing. You, you, you knew, you, Charles knows what we, I've been playing games. Playing, been playing Smash every every few nights or something like that. You know, well, at least once a week, at the very least. Yeah. You know, just just chilling, go go out in the battle arenas and uh, go up get some randos. But but uh, you know, lately I've I've kind of been like trying to get that itch for something new, something new. Finally, so okay, let me try and find something in the old backlog, which is still massive. And, uh, oh, by the way, I'm finally going to start selling my backlog, my physical backlog. Now that I'm, set, I'm sitting on a gold mine that I didn't really, I, I underestimated the value of my collection until I finally sat down uh, some very nice handy websites. You know what? Screw it. This is one of my non-sponsors. Let's go with this one. Uh, let's go to GameValueNow.com. That's, that's what they're called. All right, you go on there, game value now, and they, it's basically like I don't know, a video game stock market in a way. I'm not sure, but they kind of track the uh, the trends of certain games to see, uh, so you, you can see the value of of what you got, what you got. So they they have like a nice handy collection tracker here, which is what I've been using. You kind of sign up for an account, and you can keep a. Uh, a nice clean record of uh, I guess I'm not gonna log in here but let me just give you an example of something that's that's on there hold on uh, search for it again but yeah you search for any video game uh, that you have a physical copy of and you're not, not just video games you can also search for like consoles or accessories and things like that so uh, the heck they, they even track amiibos Charles so they were for like uh, unloading that amiibo collection yeah, I like it for the office. I only have three. <laughs> I got a Mario, a Luigi for Smash, and then I have a um, uh, Ink Boy because you know I love my Splatoon. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that at least has a purpose. So some of them are silly, but then there's my dumbasses like I need a Yoshi's Woolly one for some reason. Yeah. Like I was tempted because I beat Yoshi's Crafted World. Yeah, I was tempted. Mm. Yeah. So so uh, let's say uh, so. I'm just saying right now, if you have the the entire complete set, you'd be you'd be sitting on nineteen thousand dollars right now. <laughs> so, uh, if you have every single game you game, you are you are a very rich person at this point. But uh, my GameCube collection is hot right now, so I'm gonna be unloading it in the coming month or so. I gotta you know got Father's Day. I'm gonna go back to the uh, the folks' home and. It's already all lined up. I just got to find some boxes that are missing, which is driving me mad. But at the very least, half of my collection can be unloaded. I'm going to start taking photos, put the eBay listings, what have you. So uh, one of the games that I do know is going to fetch me a pretty penny is... Uh, let's see. Where are we? I'm trying to find it here. Anyway, I got all the games here listed for the most part. For the most part, I think. Most of the American, North American releases are here. So I don't know. I can't tell you anything more about as far as like European or whatever, but or, or Japanese. But here you go. So I got Chibi Robo. Bought this back in 2006. 50 bucks back in the day. And uh, let's just say it, it's doing pretty well right now. It, it, new, new in box. You know, if you haven't opened it, yeah, it's 400 35 bucks on average according to the you know the eBay listings but I got the the box the manual the disc nice good condition 
I'll get a clean. I can get a clean 200 for that. Look at that. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Charles, of course, has no loyalty to any video games. I ain't got no loyalties, man. You know, he sees me as a... You know, like keeping these games, especially after I pre- I basically only played this game once, ran through it. Very good game, but uh, you know, I already ripped it from the disc. It's on my hard drive. I can play it any time that I want on my fancy gaming PC in 4K and widescreen, whatever. So uh, honestly, I don't really need the disc or the box or anything anymore. So why not unload it at this point while it's hot? While it's hot, so. So game value now, very very it's 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 great, it's great. They have the lock calculator here, look at that. So you can find how much your stuff is worth, and so yeah, uh, uh, promo code. Um, mining my childhood. <laughs> God, is that the sequel to REM's Losing My Religion? I guess so. Like it. Not, that's me mining my childhood. It doesn't have it as a catchy. They broke up. But... I didn't know that old 80s uh, bands can break up. I always have to come up to the reunion tours. Um, all right, I'll, I'll go into mine, just so we kind of flip-flop it a little bit here. Um, so my non-sponsor would be a game that I beat like a couple weeks ago. Like you, I haven't had much time. I did start Star Wars Squadrons, but I haven't finalized it yet, and it's weird when it's a short single-player and i got to do more multiplayer. But uh, my non-sponsor, I don't think I did non-sponsor. I just referenced in the past, but I enjoyed it. I think I formally beat it, so I can you know trade it in. <laughs> Either wait 10 years like you did and then use that website that you mentioned or going to your local GameStop or whatever. But it's going to be Yoshi's Crafted World. Um, I don't think I sponsored, so if I did, well, guess what? You're going to hear it twice. I liked it a lot. I think it's cute. I think it's very um, chill for a game that kind of needs the platforming. I did a lot of intense gaming this year. We're only in June, and I was playing some very, very heavy loads of gaming with Breath of the Wild, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, the very disappointing Far Cry 5, um, a lot of stuff that kind of came in. So I need something to kind of relax, decongest the brain. It's super easy. You do not have um, any kind of complex platforming hardly do you die but it's just cute the graphics are nice you have this ability to use like crafted armor so there's a point where it was a cupcake and you see it's all basically to this food theme that we have here and i liked a lot i thought it was good i had it on sale for black friday from GameStop, so i got it for like 30 bucks which is a steal i mean on average a good deal for nintendo they go on set was probably like 38 bucks so but it's usually about 60 bucks itself. yeah yeah but it's if you if you uh ever go on the e-shop and nintendo has a sale basically it's just like five bucks off yeah it, it's not worth it right but this one i would say it's worth it. I, I would say it's a good seven and a half you always want some platforms to be challenging especially if you're coming from our generation but what i liked about this game was the longevity of it because you would clear one mission or one level one world whatever you call it but then they had a flip side where you're trying to save the poochie pups um, I guess, which is Poochie's like little children. And I, I bet you're playing it in reverse on that secondary level of that same mission. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, very breezy. I probably popped in like 15, 16 hours. So that was much more than what I thought because when I used our, one of our prior non-sponsors, how long to game or how long to beat, um, it was only like rated right at nine hours, but it's more and higher because you're mm. trying to collect everything. I don't need every little flower or smiley flower. And they do have post end game content like all the Mario games do. Um, that end game content's actually quite harder 
than the entire mission themselves. So after like a couple of attempts of me dying, I'm like, I don't need to play this right now. So maybe I'll give it to my sister. Um, you know, she has a Switch. She likes to play some of the games. I'll borrow some of my stuff if she wants to go to something chill and family-related with my nephew who can play multiplayer. But I thought it was adorable. I thought it was very chill. I thought it was relaxing to get away from the maiming and the killing and the cursing and disappointment that was Far Cry 5 um, and some of the other heavy games that I did play here. So Yoshi's Crafted World, I liked a lot. And also, it was probably the only Yoshi's game I played since Yoshi 64 because I skipped out on Wooly World because I got sick of the Wii and paying that big amount of money. I wanted things on sale, damn it, because I wasn't a lawyer back then, so I couldn't afford much. Um, maybe when they redo Wooly World on the remaster for Switch Pro, because you know that will happen. Yeah. Because I got to milk everything. Yep. I will go into it. But yeah, as you see in the trailer, he's trying to get the Dreamstones. Not that it means anything. This is a Yoshi game. You're not here for story. But I liked it. I suggest all people should play it. Francisco should play it. If you guys have a Switch, go play it too. It's fun. Seven and a half for me. Um, promo code Yoshi. I had to do it. You know it was coming. Okay. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I I mean, I've, I finally beat Woolly World. And I just don't feel like playing a Yoshi game at this point. It's kind of. Yeah, they're all the same. Yeah, exactly. I, I kind of wanted something a little different. So. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm trying, but it's, it's on the radar, obviously, you know, if I ever feel like getting something light, especially if it's on sale, I can find the physical version. I'm buying more physical games now, especially now that I found game value now. I'm like, Hey, I might as well just sit on these, <laughs> on these switch games <laughs> and, and see if, uh, you know, we'll see what happens in 10 years. You know, uh, I have to strategically, hold on to some games so i'm not unloading the entire collection 100 but at least half of it has to go now so anything that was made before 2006 or 2007 let's just say that has to go that has to go the wii stuff and all that other thing that i have to hang on you know the wii u you know only 12 of us bought it including me and charles so really we dedicate a lot of hours to that game yeah yeah but you know hang on to the wii u stuff and you know, make sure it's it's uh, nice and uh, pristine. That way, when whenever I sell that thing in like ten years, it'll net me a pretty penny. So that's yeah, that, that's pay three hundred and get seven hundred for it. There you go. There you go. That that's the goal right there. That's the goal. I have all. I have a ton of Dreamcast stuff that I have to unload. Uh, especially like Sonic Adventure Two is like a hundred bucks. Like why why am I sitting? I've played it so many times. I really don't need to sit on it. I have the GameCube version already ripped onto my hard drive so yeah <laughs> oh freddy's freddy's non-sponsor is the new cubs uniform really i think they switched it right that's what i was reading earlier really uh, yeah okay it. so um let's go let's go here it's sports related so let's 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 actually get a sports related non-sponsor here i might as well talk about it so yeah the nike city collection or city connect they say the city edition basically like the same thing the nba did uh so now Baseball's doing it. So the Cubs came out with the Wrigleyville uniforms today. They're uh, I, I mean, Tennessee Titans uh, jersey. Essentially, player. that's basically it. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, don't, I don't hate it, but it's so it's so I don't want to say this. It's so it's a shock value to me because I don't think Cubs like that at all. I mean, do I think it's better? Than Chicago's South Side one, kind of. Really, but I, I like the South Side one. I think it's because the first one I saw 
wasn't with any of its players, but it was a Tony La Russa, and that just killed oh, it. Oh, no, but that was, the, that, uh, that was the edit. That was, like, somebody but, editing it. A very still, bad though, Photoshop job of it. But now they have actual photos of Tony La Russa with, like, the sideways cap. <laughs> and that's the whole thing. First impression matters, folks. Yeah. And, like, that's what my first impression was of seeing what Southside. And it was Tony La Russa because it really either reminds me of How Do You Do, Fellow Kids... <laughs> or it reminds me of um, just one of the uh, Zuckerman or Zuckerberg, uh, yeah. I think it's Zuckerman, uh, spoof parodies, like the guy who done like Naked Gun and the scary movies that came after the scary movie too. So it was three on. It, it was just so bad. But I don't hate it. I, I think it's just not the color coordination that I would imagine. I don't know why they just couldn't put Wrigley Field and use their typical blue that they had there. Um, oh, yeah. Strange. Yeah, they're all better than Red Sox ones. That's for sure. Yeah. The Red yeah, Sox green. ones are the worst ones so far. Green one that they have. Yeah. Uh, it was like the yellow and blue Boston Marathon ones. And I get oh, it. Yeah. I understand. I like the, you know, it's nice that they're, you know, the honoring things. But it's also, I mean, it strays away so far from Red Sox that it's like, it, 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 I don't know. It just, it, it doesn't really work aside from like just as a one-off. Maybe they're do. just saying, hey, they're uncreative in dirt. I'm like, you yeah. know what? Then it doesn't, it doesn't stay away from the Red Sox it appropriately mm-hmm. shows who they are but uh, yeah I've, I I mean I'm more of a fan of the White Sox one than the Cubs one to be honest I think the Cubs one's just kind of like okay they I, did a I thing if you take out Grandpa Tony from the picture then I would probably like it in full that would give you that one. I like the South Side I think it's fine yeah, I, I, yeah, the, the Southside stuff looks pretty cool. I mean, uh, from what I've heard, it's it's flying off the shelves too. Of course, the Marlins one is uh, flew off the shelves here, which is, you know, <laughs> not many Marlins things fly off the shelves, but that one did. They they definitely hit on that one. And so let's see. So we got the two Chicago teams, the Boston Red Sox, the, the Marlins sponsor, the Delaware North, Coke uh, Cubs. <laughs> And uh, I think uh, was it the Diamondbacks, the Giants, and the Dodgers are the ones that are left to reveal their, stu- their stuff. Uh, I'm kind of weary about what the Dodgers are gonna do. The Giants, I'm not sure either. And I have no. I mean, I guess the Diamondbacks might do something. I don't know. It'll probably be native base. It might look like the Arizona Coyotes or something with their their retro uniforms. <laughs> I have a feeling it'll be something like that. I'm not sure. But I'm sure it'll be Native American-based, which kind of makes sense for Arizona. I hope they do a good job with it, but that's my prediction as far as. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, there was a soccer match between the USA and and uh, and Mexico for the, uh, was it the CONCACAF final or something? Are we getting the Olympics or no? Like, is this going on? No, it's happening. happening. It's yeah, it's All gonna right. happen. Yeah, they they have they actually here. I, I've been monitoring it because me and uh, you know my coworker were just talking about like the women's soccer and everything from that, and I was like, oh, are we still doing this? Uh, uh, you know, with everything because I thought Japan had a very low percentage of like vaccine intake. But mind you, that can be fake news. It's all hearsay from what I'm hearing um, because I don't pay attention to any of these things, so I don't know if it's happening or not. So you guys are my source of information, but I feel like I have to get to the swimming for the Olympics to know what's going on so I can comment on it. There you go. Nations League. Yeah, don't don't come to me about soccer knowledge at all. <laughs> we have to. We are the premier. Yeah. <laughs> but 
yeah, yeah, but yeah, the Olympics are happening because they just re- they had the um, the baseball Americas, which is I guess you know like the. Dude, there's too many. I, I don't know when it comes to that kind of leagues. Yeah, yeah, no, it's the international body, so it's like the basically the uh, the north and south american baseball body you know it's like okay usa baseball and venezuela baseball and all that stuff so they basic they had the um their qualifiers for the olympics uh, out here in uh, west palm beach and uh, port st Lucie, over at the spring training complexes my stomping grounds yeah so they they just recently played some of those over here so yeah the olympics are definitely happening uh so we'll see we'll see what happens japan hopefully we'll get some pretty cool anime references but i doubt nbc is going to do any of that <laughs> man you're, you're gonna get the whitest of whites yeah <laughs> i know things. so i don't know i don't know if that's insensitive the statement but you know if they even try to bring it in the weebishness that we love which is actually my second non-sponsor so i'm gonna steal it from there mm. um mm. so my other non-sponsor that I come into it friends buddy yeah we know i love my anime Okay. We know I have a whole bunch of stuff that I am behind on. And we know that there's some stuff that I have to catch up to. And I may or may not have referenced this show as a past one. But I have started season three of Attack on Titan. And Jesus effing Christ, that stuff is hitting harder than season two. So I watched the first season when I was in law school, when it came out in 2013, and then had like a three-year hiatus before they had to make the determinations to make the second one. They were production. I thought they were going to do it. But when I was working at home, I'm like, you know, I haven't watched season two. I know there's like four seasons now and all this other stuff. I, I think I gave it a try. And when I watched season two, I was like, what are we here for, for like the first three episodes? And then it got like crazy. And then my buddy's like, oh, no, season three, season three is wild, child. I'm like, no, nah, are you sure? They're like, yeah, season three is wild, child. First half of season three is wild. And I'm on like three episodes left of season three, but the back like five episodes I had just watched, I was like, let me get my popcorn. I dedicated my Sunday just popping down and watching that stuff. It was so good. And I know the manga ended. I don't know how it ends. I'm trying to actually be devoid of spoilers. I know people aren't happy with the ending, but what I come to realize in my old age is that no one's ever going to be happy with the ending, but give me a damn ending. Um, at some way, shape, or form, and then I'll, I'll be an adult and just kind of deal with my gripes on the internet like everybody else out there. But, oh, man, it, like, it's just so good. Some shout-outs, because I don't think I do that. When you say, hey, Charles, why do you like this anime? It's like from good action, good characterization, good plot. Some of those characters, Commander Irwin Smith, you know, I hope your heart is just so good. Levi, Kenny the Ripper. I don't know if I like Aaron or not. Always like Mikasa because she's kind of like Wolverine in that sense where you always like him. It's always going to kind of be that bigger character. And then there's some other people. I don't know if I like Jean. I know a lot of people don't like Jean. I like Jean. I think he's coming. It's just so good. The action's so good. There's so many like what the hell just happened moments. Literally, there was a scene in like one of the episodes I watched where I was like, what the fuck? It made me feel like I was reading The Red Wedding all over again from Game of Thrones. That's right, kids. I read it. I didn't have to watch HBO on it. And that stuff still <laughs> blew my mind. Um, but Attack on Titan season three has been great. The show's not done yet, but I know they're going to conclude it next December. So I have to wait out. I'm thinking I'm just going to bite the bullet and pay the eight bucks for Funimation so I can watch the, um, season four dub because I think the dub's actually really good. And I think that's a testament to, um, a lot of the voice acting studios to kind of give you that because here's the thing what you kids don't understand like 10 15 years ago 
you either had good English dubs Oof. or you had to suffer Oof. through like a Japanese Oof. sub that was just them going, hey, yeah. 20,000 yeah. times. Yep. So I think there has been evolution. I think it's actually <laughs> kind of, it, Thank you. Make thank it, you. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. It's Anime like, noises, what? baby. I would love it. Just do a soundbite of that, put it on the Twitter so people could hear us doing like um, anime noises. And- I swear, I've always wanted to, like, I, I, I don't know. If anybody ever needs me for voice acting, I'd love to do some weird anime noises. You just like, you know, whenever there's like a pause and whatever, and yeah. you're seeing like the reaction, you just, you just you like, gotta do the gasp. <laughs> it, but that's literally what it is. So, like, I'm kind of deterred from japanese uh subs I, I like the dubs more because you know like i watch all of dragon ball super in sub because i couldn't wait for the dub to come out so hearing goku's voice actress go like a thousand times i'm like i'm gonna have an aneurysm straight up but i have to watch this because tournament power but i think the this is really weird for a non but i loved it um but i think the english dub is good i think it's a shout out and i, I like everything that comes into it so i'm just gonna you know, pay the eight bucks to binge part four, part one of season four, the English dub, and wait a year and just watch that and be happy and then be disappointed at the same time. So, Attack on Time season three with the um, with Francisco and Charles providing you with our own Japanese, you know, uh, intimidations of how the voice <laughs> acting would be. We are not insensitive at all. This is just what we mimic. Please don't cancel us. We love you all. Don't hate on us. Um, we we are weebs too. Uh, promo code. There's so many that come into it, but um, promo code uh, Levi Squad. I'll keep it at that. Okay. All right. So I guess the second one that I'll, I'll pop in here, but, uh, yeah, video game related because it's been something I've been playing. Uh, it's 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 actually really fast, but um, uh, other non-sponsor is uh, just because of circumstances that have kind of kind of made me gravitate towards this game. It's Hotline Miami. Hotline Miami, there you go. Hotline Miami. Okay, this it was released way back when, back in like 2012 or something like that. Yeah, so bro. I think that was like law school days. Yeah. Right it, before for me. Long, long time ago. And so yeah, you know, mature game, you gotta you gotta be this old to play it, that type of thing, but Regardless, actually, what the hell? Where did it go, man? Sheesh. Uh, I'm trying to get it on the freaking stream here. So, the, uh, so it's a video game. Takes place in Miami, Florida. Very surreal, but it's it's all about just kind of getting your frustrations out there. Just uh, pretty cathartic, really, if if you live in Miami. You ever just felt like just kind of sick of it? Well, <laughs> why is it a fifty-minute drive to drive two miles in a video game? Exactly. So, I uh, I gravitated towards this game. Let's just say, and it's just your guy. At least in the first. I actually I beat both of them. I beat the the first one and the second one. So they're about I, what the hours a pop? Yeah, they're very fast. It's, it's very. It, I'm not authorized. What? How am I? Am I not? Oh, did I not put an age that was old enough? Whoopsies. Gosh, man, I should just put. I was born in 1950, like I normally do. (laughs) Okay. Why? Come on, guys. Come on. Sheesh. 
Really? You guys actually saved the cookies for that? Well, you know what? Screw it. We're just going on YouTube and I'll show all the bloody mess regardless. Uh, Hotline Miami. Um, you're, you're a guy in the first one. You're a guy named Jacket. And you get a series of phone calls. And, you're, and they're telling you to go to certain places and uh, basically just murder people. Just, just straight up murder people, and uh, and you have no qualms about it. You just go in and you do it. And it's a uh, top-down, I guess, very stylized. Uh, in a, it's a shooter. Yeah. Well, it, it's 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 more like a uh, not really a shooter. I wouldn't call it a shooter. I, I call it more of like a like a beat, almost like a, a beat 'em up, but from the top down. You know. Yeah. Like a beat em up. It's hard to classify games these days because nothing yeah. wants to be anything anymore. Like a top down beat em up where you, you can grab weapons, you can uh, punch people with your fists if you want. You got all kinds of weapons so you can beat people down with like a, you know, like a pool cue or a, uh, or baseball bats and a rod chain. Or you get the, you know, there's your standard guns. You, you got your pistols and your Uzis and whatnot. But the idea is to try and create combos while you're killing it. Of course. The, the whole caveat is it, you get shot and you're dead you know you get hit you're dead so you got to restart the uh the level over or if you reach a checkpoint you got to restart from the checkpoint so the, the idea is to kind of just keep it going as as quickly as possible but uh, keep the, the combos going and you know, it's, you're trying to get a high score so they have online leaderboards and things like that but the story is surreal uh really you there, I've been watching YouTube videos just trying to break it down because I didn't understand what the hell was going on. Not like it's a story that you... I mean, if you can really try to pay attention to. You don't have to. You just enjoy the the killing. That's all. So, uh, I don't know, man. It, it, it's good. And the music is stupid good in this Because it's an 80s cop-out, right? Is yeah. How they do it? But yeah. yeah, they got all the synth music and stuff like that. But it is It is amazing what they did with the music in this game uh so it was obviously made better for pc i'm sure if i had like a keyboard and mouse it would have played a lot easier yeah, but I, those cursor related shooters that are top down you yeah so but things. regardless i i played it on the switch you know you can get on your playstation your xbox anything like that too and it is it's good man it's a very good game i and, and they sell the collection you can get one and two both together it's not that much probably on sale all the time on steam i bet so it's uh go get it man and i think there is a i think they had like the devolver bootleg pack which is like a bunch of like d makes of their most popular games so there's like an 8-bit homage to this game uh called hotline milwaukee Devolver makes some good stuff. It's E3, yeah. by the way, so I'm waiting to see because they made oh, that Pedro is and I right. played it. And I enjoyed it. That is right. Oh man, I did not even try. It. Wow, I've been out of loop. Oh, that's a nice welcome thing. I'm sure Nintendo's going to show some stuff. I, I, Splatoon three. That's that's what I'm waiting on. I'm ready for it. Yeah, so ready for it. I know it'll come out next year, but you know, I mean, we might see some Zelda things. I doubt it, though. I doubt it. I mean, more on the Sonic stuff because they did the announcement for the. Oh yeah, new Sonic anniversary. Yeah, yeah, Sonic Colors, which is a good game, but I'm not gonna pay to play it again in HD because even like the screenshots and the images that I saw from it, I'm like, 
I don't think they did that much to improve it, to be honest. Yeah, because it's not a full remake. Yeah, it's basically like, oh, just copy and paste it's the Wii that, version. Yeah. So, but it's a good game. So if you ever want to play Sonic Colors, do that. But Hollow Miami is a good game. So uh, promo code. Um, you gotta say Miami Vice. I, I think. It's no, 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 no. Oh, I got, I got, I got a line from the game or something, man. Okay. Uh. uh promo code. So, uh, I guess so. You like killing. I think that's that's one of the lines from the games. So very okay. noirish. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, that's a good game. Very good game. Okay, so I guess those are two non-sponsors, man. Those are those that I got. You got two. And then the European League of Football, the additional one from Freddy. Oh, okay. BU, one of the two. It was Freddy. All right. Oh, so we have that. Um, yeah. So that's our non-sponsors. Transition mm-hmm. to the very uncultivated but sports snacky related world. Um, there's something we need to talk about because when I, you know, I love Oreos completely. It's been non-sponsored before. Do you remember when about a year and a half ago, I took one for the team and I tried out the mega stuff Oreo. And oh, oh, I, and I saw those being sold at Wawa. The, uh, with, they sell the individual mega stuffs now. And it's like, Oh my God. But it, it was like, okay, how can we take something that's already perfect and make it better? Something happened in the sports world this weekend that took something that was almost near perfect and already made better. The Tennessee Titans got Julio Jones, baby. Yeah. And I... Uh, you didn't believe it at first. And you're like, oh. I didn't believe it at first because I, there was rumors around our first-round pick. I thought, no way is any other team in the league is not going to want to trade a second or fourth throwaway picks. Pat McAfee and I agree with this. Um, the throwaway picks and eat a $15 million salary cap, which is really not as pricey as you think it is in comparison to some of these wide receivers for a guy who might be 32, but he's the Jerry Rice of this generation. Where unless he calls it quits, he's going to probably be playing until he's 37, and we have him for three more years. And, oh, he's still dominating. Yes, he was injured for nine games last season. I don't care about that. Last season's last season. Because for us, it was like, oh, we're letting Corey Davis know. You already know my trepidations. I don't want to pay Corey Davis that money. He got three years, $39 million from the Jets. I don't want to pay all that stuff. Oh, we don't want to pay John New Smith. I'm like, John New Smith. I should love John New Smith. Not only is he was a Tennessee Titan, he was also a uh, FIU Panther. And I was like, happy trails. You know, I was like, are we going to draft a receiver? But the problem was is that we were too low in the draft to, or too high in the draft, depending how you phrase it, but too far into the draft to get anybody who was a great receiver um, because I think we were picking like 2022 so we were anything and all we drafted was Des Fitzpatrick from Louisville who may or may not be good the problem is is Bobby Petrino and does he really make anybody who's a great player not named Lamar Jackson I don't know that's tough for me to make decisions on so um, okay I'll read that from you and then what we had signed was Josh Reynolds, who was like a number three or four from the Rams, who played well enough. And we have another one-year deal, but still one-year deal. And then I'm like, it started putting up. I'm like, oh, buddy, is this going to be like the Mega Stuff Oreo where I know it's going to make me gluttonous, but I'm going to enjoy every bit of it with my milk. And we got him. Second rounder, fourth rounder, and we're getting a six-round pick back. I so it's and, – and keeping in mind this, letting Janu and Corey Davis go gets us what? Compensatory picks. So it's literally like we're getting more than just Julio Jones because in reality we are. Thank you, Atlanta, for being so bad at salary cap situations that this gift happened where 
we're trading away basically a second and a fourth for the generational player. You guys want to call him washed up? Go ahead. He is washed up when he's actually washed up because that's the negativity of the sport universe when especially they can't have a guy. And this is a guy that I think every if they said, hey, he all you have to do is pay a penny for him, everybody and their mother will want that team, want him on the team. Would they not? Oh, yeah. And it just didn't happen. So Atlanta, thank you for overpaying Julio, Matt Ryan, Grady Jarrett, and then knowing that you're damned because now you have to pick up Calvin Ridley's option because he, he's not the heir apparent, but he's going to be your new number one for a couple years to come. And you had to make some decisions in there because we're going to get Julio locked in for $15 million. We had Tannehill restructure his contract. Unfortunately, we're going to pay him like $40 million, but his, I think, 22 or 23 year. But something's got to give. We overpaid Bud Dupree. I'll take it because it's better than what we have here. We drafted Caleb Fairley, which you know I wasn't a big fan of. But this is an absolute win for me because we were not, we were not being able to play comeback ball when it came to the playoffs. That's the reason we lost the Ravens alongside our very atrocious defense. That's the reason why we couldn't do anything with the Chiefs many years ago. And now you're telling me that we're going to have Julio and then A.J. Brown and then Josh Reynolds and then Derrick Henry. It's not. There was a funny tweet that I saw, I think I sent to you, where you know there was talks about Seahawks wanting Julio Jones. They are like, oh, great. We can have Julio Jones, D.K. Metcalf, and then um, what's-his-face, uh, Tyler Lockett, all to help establish the run. This is different. Julio, that play action, the blocking, the greatness, the one-on-one in the red zones, it's an absolute win. doesn't fix our defense. I know it doesn't fix our defense. Guys, we know it doesn't fix the defense. <laughs> we don't care. And this is where <laughs> Enough offense where that doesn't matter. Yeah, Come on now. This is where it, because that's what the league tells us. Because was that not the Bucks? Was that not the Chiefs? And just like the mega stuff Oreo. I don't care if it's so big that it doesn't even really constitute as an Oreo because there's so much separation between the cookie portion and the cream. <laughs> I'm still calling it great. And I am so happy with it. And this really also makes me look at Atlanta like they have no idea. And thank you, Arthur Smith, for giving back to your old team. You know, we're, we're, we love you. We respect that. I was going to say something very R-rated, but I'm not going to say it because I think I've offended enough people today. Um, in life and outside and before we ever got to the podcast. Um, but Atlanta, you're also kind of fools because now I don't see the legitimate purpose of drafting Kyle Pitts at four if you knew you were going to rid of Julio. This was your opportunity to really blow it up for a good bevy of picks. I would have traded Julio and Matt Ryan. And let me tell you now, for anybody who says Matt Ryan's not good, doesn't watch football. Um, for anybody who says Matt Ryan is a product of the players around him, doesn't watch football. Because he has had, yes, he's had consistent guys, but he's been, I've seen quarterbacks who've had good players and they can't do anything with those good players. And in his time, he has been good with Tony Gonzalez, um, Mohamed Sanu, Julio Jones, Roddy White, all these players that come into it, they were, they were able to go and make careers elsewhere. Yeah, Sanu was the new one of the I think he was. There's just so many players that kind of come in between. I'll have to go into the reference check and I don't want to be inaccurate. But there was a lot of players that he was able to go from there. He was an MVP. And I would have been like, hey, I'm going to trade him out because I think he can get a second-round pick, to be honest with you, or at least a third-rounder. And if I was like the Giants, I would have been knocking on that door and say, hey, him and uh, Daniel Jones. Because Daniel Jones, I'm going to say right now, bold prediction of the year, Daniel Jones is not going to be a Giant, dude. You know, he's going to get treated the same mm-hmm. yard that way. Yeah. So if I'm the Falcons, and that's no slight to Daniel Jones, but I just don't see it. 
He's got Moxie. He turns the ball over way too much and really can't do anything. But if I was if I was like the Giants, I'm just using this hypothetical because this is what I was talking to uh, my paralegal earlier, is that you put like Pat Ryan with a Golden Tate who they sign with Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram and a possibly healthy Saquon, but also other bull prediction. He's not going to be there in two years either. Just saying it right now because it's not worth it. You have to be on the field and play if you're running back and you're not there. Henry deserved everything he got. I don't think Saquon's there. But there's players that you have, and you had the opportunity to, if you knew if your plan was okay, because you already fired your coaches, you fired your GM, you had this idea of what you could do, and you were like, we're going to get Kyle Pitts. Okay, so you got Kyle Pitts with a fourth-round pick, but you pass up Justin Fields. And here's the thing. I'm not the biggest proponent of Justin Fields, but at no way, shape, or form was I never saying that he wasn't the second-best quarterback in the draft. I don't, I don't see it with Zach Wilson. And then when you're looking at Trey Lance, he played FCS ball, and I wish Andrew was really here to kind of like go with me on this one, where they're, what, they're, it's like the equivalent of like saying, hey, we're going to you know look into a quarterback who plays for the Mountain West. And it's like, okay, it's Boise with Appalachian State as their biggest competitor. There's not a lot to show from there. And you mean to tell me that Justin Fields, who at least showed up in the college football playoffs to beat Clemson of all teams and looked dominating to do it, was there and you go with Kyle Pitts, are you going to convert him to a receiver? I don't think so. And the problem is, is what do you want this man to be? Because you should really be thinking about a few years. Because Ryan, I would say, probably has three years left to fully play. He's never really been fully injured. But, you know, that's perfect time to drop somebody, get your value, and build a team for the next five. But you let him go for Kyle Pitts. What, aside from Tony Gonzalez, aside from the Travis Kelseys, what tight end really is that guy? I know what you could say, Charles, that's the guy. I'm like, yeah, but you don't build a team around a tight end. So I don't get it in that sense. And if you knew you were going to rid of one big component, such as a Julio, I would have gotten rid of Matt. I would have in the two years. Because you know what the problem is? Is now you're stuck with uh, Calvin Ridley, who I like Calvin. I liked him coming out of college. I like him here now. I think this is where he's going to be fully situated. Then you're stuck with Kyle Pitts, and then you're stuck with Matt Ryan. You know who else you're stuck with in your backfield? Mike Davis. You didn't fix anything on this offense. It's not addition by subtraction. It's just bad math and hoping that you win against the curve. Good for us. Thank you, Atlanta. I really hmm. would have sold the farm because, you know, Julio got you a second and fourth. Matt would have at least got you. I would have demanded a second, but maybe he gets you a third, which is good for what you need for this team. And then you would have drafted Justin, and then you would have seen what it would have taken you. And, you know, he wouldn't start day one, but there was also a slew of uh, quarterbacks. Hell, Ryan Fitzpatrick is starting for the, uh, for the Washington uh, football team. I was going to say Redskins, but Washington football team. So you can't tell me that there's not people there. You can have Jacoby Brissett just be a plug and play, but whatever. But I'm very happy, just like the Mega Stuff Oreo. It's excessive, <laughs> but damn, is it good. I've yet to indulge. It's in like it. eating three creams of the Oreo. I almost got it when I was at Wawa that night. I almost got it. And I was like, like, how do I want my diabetes? I'm not sure. Well, the way you have it, how you told me you ate the... Uh, the well, I mean... The... You already have it. <laughs> Look, if I'm going to get Oreos, if I'm going to buy an actual pack of Oreos, I'm going to do the, you know, the diabetes cocktail. That's... So, it... let me ask you this question. This is going to go off greatly on the offbeat path, but this is the most important question. This is the thing I ask people when they know I'm going off and reading um, and just doing everything I can with Oreos. How do you eat the Oreos, Francisco? What kind of psychopath are you? Because I know how you have your sandwiches. 
but how, how do you eat those Oreos? Do you unscrew them is the word I'll use? It, and it really, I mean, I've done, them? I've done every single way. It just really depends on my mood. I will accept that. And I accept that completely and understand because there are some people who just don't let you live your heart. You know, like jazz, you have to improvise. Eating Oreo cookies, you have to improvise. But the one thing you always need is goddamn milk. There are people yeah. I know who don't have that with milk. I'm like, oh, what? You know, my goodness. Who are you? You're like, if I'm trying to sneak one or two in and... Yeah, I get that. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, just like... A, like you I don't have Because at my that. sister's place, like, they have the stack. They have the Chips Ahoy and the Oreos. That's what they. That's that's why I can't really go back home very much, <laughs> because that's okay. where the that that's where you come back and you're like three pounds heavier the next after like two days. So lately, because uh, they they indulge not only on the Oreos but they indulge in the different flavors of the Oreos. Yeah, and it's getting strange now. Yeah, now it is getting ridiculous. So. Uh, let's see. Last There's a Lady time... Gaga Oreo, and I don't know yeah. what the difference is. But I, I, I'm compelled, but I don't want to pay a full price for Oreos. But remember, I had the chocolate cream Oreos a couple weeks back, a couple months back. They were good. They were fine. I like them. They were good. Yeah, that's that's what they had last time. Uh, they had the chocolate cream, which was I, I enjoyed those. Those were very nice. Uh, and then they had the Java chip. What the hell is that? Oreo. Yeah, that one's new. That one, or at least new to me. I don't even know anybody else has had that. But, but regardless, yeah, that that was, that was quite the, the experience. experience. I guess I, I don't I don't know what what I'm not a fan, not a fan, to be honest. Uh, over at my, okay, so my dad, he's got, he has a sweet tooth. I, I would say he's got more of it than I do. Okay. He's, he's got his cakes. He's got his cookies. I mean, he's, he buys cinnamon toast crunch now on a regular basis. <laughs> I don't even buy cinnamon toast crunch because I know what, what I do with a box of cinnamon toast crunch if I'm left alone with it. So when I go, like I said, I go home and, and he's got the stack of the golden Oreos. Okay. And, and that, that's just not good for me. That is not good for me at all, because I will wolf those downs, just entire sleeves of those things, and and what and you know me, Charles. Like I I eat essentially just once per day, so I got to be real careful with regards to what choice did I make. I mean, today I indulged in some leftover pizza when I got home after the run, you know, <laughs> good recovery food or something. I'm not sure. But I, I had to, I had Taco Bell today, had my Crunch Wrap Supreme. I, I I switched it up today, Charles. Didn't get that's gonna be my my dinner after this. Really? To it. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'm going for the Crunch Wrap though, because I did have the Naked Chalupa. Okay. I felt I felt healthy. You felt and healthy after the Naked Chalupa. And I don't know. If I feel <laughs> How did you feel healthy after Taco that Bell. one? You felt healthy after eating the Naked Chalupa. I feel healthier with the Naked Chalupa. I really? can't explain it. Yeah, because it has like a grilled taste to it. I, I don't know. I it's not was slimy. No, it wasn't greasy like you would. God, man. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I, I definitely expected. I feel unhealthy when I have the, the kiss of Jesus. That is the case of Lupa. <laughs> that is true, uh, but 
No, yeah, uh, yeah, it wasn't greasy. I was expecting it to be kind of greasy, like KFC greasy. You know, the same company, obviously. Yeah, we're we're not going to attack the Colonel on this one. I know, but you know, there's there's a layer of got grease. You know, I'm just saying. There, there's a reason it clogs your arteries, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I only ate the naked chalupa once, and I was like, I don't know if, I don't know if I'll get into heaven, but this might be the reason why I won't. <laughs> That's kind of how I felt after eating it. I'm like, uh, I don't know. This one might be one that's like, uh, I don't know. If you, have you ever seen The Good Place? Uh, I know of it. I have not seen it. Okay. Well, basically, they have like a point system, like uh, good points are for doing good things and bad points. I'm like, I think I might get docked for some points after reading this one. That's that's how I felt. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I, I didn't think I, I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would when I when I finally bit into it. I'm like. Uh okay. You, you hyped it up too much. Yeah, I might have let the commercials guide you. That's true. You can never let the commercials guide you. Exactly. I was kinda the presentation wasn't the same. I'm like, oh no. Why? So anyways, yeah, yeah, no. Um so yeah, I had the crunch wrap today. I had the uh I always get the extra Doritos Locos taco with the side of it too. Okay. Uh, there's a there's a I don't know why I like slop in a way with my fast food, but there is a wonderful kind of slop that happens with the uh, the beef on the uh, on the Doritos Locos taco at the bottom of it, where it gets nice and like like it's crunchy and then it, it steadily gets slightly sloggier or or or, 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 or sloppier and like uh, it, it it just kind of I don't know it kind of breaks apart but at the same time i kind of like that i'm not sure there's it depends a, because if it's too greasy i need the shell to be able to sustain it oh no but it know? does it does but there's a point where like you can just kind of go into that part of the shell and just kind of go hammer and, and you know it creates an awful mess but once again every once in a while you you, you kind of like that pig slop type of feel it's the reason right. why i can't go to kfc and get those bowls anymore they're so good. <laughs> it's the reason I I honestly feel like a pig when I eat a KFC bowl. At some point, we do have to do the fast food draft. We have the sweet power rankings. Yeah. And then the fast food draft coming in, we'll do on the NBA draft. Yeah, the I NBA out, draft. I was, the, I was out for the wedding, so yeah. it's like impossible for me to show up for the. Uh, you know, but if you talk about the most useless drafts, NBA draft has to be there. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Picks one to. 11? The NBA is way more useless than even the NFL one. That's for sure. And the and I don't even know what the hell happens at the NHL one. All I know is that the Panthers never pick anybody that's good. So, <laughs> so there you go. And God forbid if anybody watches the MLB draft. There's too many rounds, man. <laughs> so, hold on, where are we? We are really we're uh, an hour and thirty eight minutes, huh? Okay. We... We went somewhere with this today's episode. It it is time. all over the place, but it is it is here, and we I am enjoying the journey. Points. We talked focal points. Oh yeah, we, pie, let's see. We had the time survey. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So okay, other humble pie. So all right, so we 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 mentioned the Atlanta Hawks. So we we didn't mention the frauds. 
yeah. that they're so, facing right now. There, there was no humble pie for them. A hmm. year ago, when they hired Doc Rivers, what did I say? I said, oh, great. You they hire somebody they are that's going to be an elevator of the talent because that's what he does. That's what a good coach does. But are you going to even get out of uh, – are you even getting into the finals? I mean, it is 55 to 57 right now. They're only up by two. Yeah. Well, I will say Embiid being injured probably helps out a little But he's mm. with a banger, though, in Capella. Capella's going to crack the knees a little bit more. But I wasn't – because here's the thing, as you know, being one in the seeding, there's a difference between looking at one at the 76ers as a seeding and then you look at Utah as a one. I look at Utah as a one, I'm like, yeah, I get it. I look at the Frauders as the 70 Frauders, uh, Philadelphia Frauders. Uh, Philadelphia Frauders. Yeah. Um, I, I look at them with the one seed, I'm like, ah, I don't see it. Yeah, I wasn't scared of them. We unfortunately don't get there. But if they somehow do survive Atlanta, and listen, Atlanta winning game one, I think it's huge, to be honest with you. Um, I think that's going to shake that confidence. I don't think that's a mentally strong team. I'm using all the verbiage that you hear on sports oh, yeah. radio for, for people I've never met in my life and do not have – it's not like we're in a war of attrition. But I know their coach because I have seen their coach. Coach since 2005 to now. Doc always gets a you know a position. Doc is always going to be that hireable guy. And everywhere you go and you watch Doc coach, you're like, man, he's too stuck in his ways because he doesn't know how to game plan. And the biggest example, 2007 or was it 2009, uh, game seven against the Lakers. Yeah, 2009. You can't break out of or, that. No, wait. Two, no, 2010. 2009 is when the Lakers yeah, beat the Magic. Yeah. yeah, 2010. He can't break out of that shell, that way, that planning. And, you know, I worry about... Embiid's knees. I worry the fact that okay, if he's playing on a torn meniscus, and it can be done, it might be swollen, might get aggravated. But if it gets too swollen, get too stiff, you got to take him out. But then you look at who he's playing against, guarding wise, and who has to deal with that break. And it's it's Capella and Collins really. Um, and you're dealing with bangers, man. You're dealing with bangers on those knees. And Clint Capella's a big guy. And he's aggressive. He's getting the putbacks. He's getting the rebounds. You're going to have to jump up there. And then if you take out and be on the equation, what do you have? You have Tobias Harris, who I like. I like Harris a lot. I, don't, I think he's an unsung hero. But then I'm left with Ben Simmons. You know, the, the little NBA tweet has been, who do you want at the free throw line, Giannis or Ben? And then I'm like, yeah, that's that's a funny thing. Yeah. Uh, Freddie's saying Embiid's knees are not the B's knees. Exactly. <laughs> It's 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 a classically known fact, and that's always what's going to affect Embiid. Um, uh, the other Curry brother, you know, not Steph, but Seth. Seth. You know, good for him for finally making some money, but oh, that's scary. You know, I mean, yeah, he killed Washington, but it's Washington. Like they were supposed to beat Washington even without Embiid, because mm. what you had was just Russ being like, "I'm still here, and I, I love me some Teddy Russ." And then Bradley Beal would be like, "Get me off this team." <laughs> he's gonna stay there because he's never gonna say it. But you know, the minute it was Ooh. done, he's like, oh, "It's like uh, I can't wait to go home." Like, get me off this team. Yeah, we got Bradley Beal, and we got our, uh, our our poor guy Dame. Uh, Dame. Oh, uh, uh, there's no humble pie to that. But they fired Terry Stotts. I think I had said that last year when they got eliminated. It's time to go. Yes, it's on the GM Neil Oshley for not building the proper team. Listen, this was a team that had to start both Norm Powell and um, Robert Covington 
as their forward. That is not winning basketball. Those are guys who are good bench players who would get minutes, but they're your starters in the playoff season. Right. Um, it was coming, and this is that GM. They were running out off Farouk Aminu, and um, I think, oh my God, they were uh, forwarding out. What's his name? I just said it the other day. I mean, and why is it that I can't what, think? Mello? No, 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 not Mello. Mello is actually perfect, I think, for there. No, I'm talking Nurkic? about a couple years back. A couple oh, years but, back. oh, okay. Um, uh, a couple years back, oh, they couldn't kind of put it into him. <laughs> they did have But no, no, let's not do from that. But it, it was a, it was a, a Ford who was a ball handler as well. And we talked about him because he was uh, Evan Turner. There yeah, that's right. I yeah. they had Evan Turner. And these were guys that were throwing big money. So you're putting big money in Alfred Camino. You're throwing big money into Evan Turner. These are not um, transitional guys. These are not guys that could make the biggest thing. And then you have Dame just dying. And Dame, Dame is like, you know, how do I want to say this? Dame is the Vegeta of basketball where he's going to get that ass beating, but he's still going to talk that shot and then show you what he's doing. <laughs> I love watching him play. And then his whole disappointment was we lost to a team that doesn't even have their two starters. There's right. no Will Barton. There's no um, – Jamal Murray, and they fire Stotts. Good. I don't know what you do with um, with CJ McCollum. I, I was never really big on him, but can you get more value? Can you not? Are you cash strapped? You're not going to trade Dame because you're such a small organization. It's been a long time since Portland's been this relevant because it was Lamarcus Aldridge, and you saw what happened there, and that's where Dame kind of came in. But Dame was a bigger, more focal point than I feel in LA ever was. Um, and before that, you just have to look at the history of that team. It's like, no, bueno for a bit. Um, but humble pie servings, um, I'll give humble pie to Chris Paul. I talked smack and I said, I think he's going to be the decline. I was wrong. I'm not giving humble pie to Devin Booker. I still don't believe in it. I think what happens is if you're still the primary option to score, you have to show me there. You beat the Lakers. That's fine. They didn't have Anthony Davis. They have five minutes, man. Right. Like, that is – that. The Lakers is a consequence of the max contracts because you had two guys on a max value contract with Davis and LeBron, and then you had to deal with Kuzma. That whole team was just badly built. Yeah, and it was That's, yeah, it's, it's top heavy. Yeah, so it, it's it's like I'm I'm, I'm not it's top heavy. If LeBron doesn't have anybody with him, then it ain't gonna work. Yeah, and, and it's gonna, not as well rounded a team as he had in Cleveland. Yeah, I'm not going to give it to you for Devin Booker because it's just I I, I got to see him having that championship. And it's not hey on Devin Booker. It's a talent. I know it's a talent. But as I told you, it's the same comparison as I gave to Zach Levine in the beginning of the year. If you're really the focal point of that offense, um, that's what you're supposed to do, right? That That's the whole thing. You're supposed to average at 25. You're supposed to average at 30. And right now whom you're playing is that um, – Denver kind of choked too. They were in the lead from when I was taking the majority game before I went to bed, and then they just kind of pooped the bed a little bit. So what can you do with that? Um, but humble pie, we withdrew it from Milwaukee. We're giving it to Chris Paul. We're giving Chris Paul a good size. How dare I doubt you? How? No. I, I loved you. Look, I, I was like, I, I was I'm liking, headed. I'm liking this version of Chris Paul. I'm liking old man Paul showing the the young kiddos uh, how it's done. Yeah. Exa- well, I mean, he hasn't done it completely himself, but you know. Showing them like, hey, this is how you play, and you know, maybe, and, get me, get me there, guys. Come on, and get the me there. Other humble pie. Get me to a final at the very least. Right, get, just get me somewhere. My other humble pie I'm going to give, and it was because I talked smack about him early in the season, but it's over in LA with the Clippers. I'll give a small sliver of humble pie to Tyron Lue, because I personally think he ran those coattails after David Blatt was exiled, mm-hmm. uh, just not meshing for not working with LeBron. 
because I didn't see Tyron having like actual coaching competency for those two years. Yes, I guys, I know he won a finals and I know he went to a finals after, but I don't think they played good in the right. finals after um, when they got destroyed on that Kevin Durant mega team. But sometimes you can change it up a little bit. And but I'll give it to Tyron a little bit because even though it's the Mavericks, even though we we did not sing positive tales about them, which happened. We're, we're, we're haters club, guys. We talk a lot of smack. You should see the group chat. I'm fussy <laughs> to a degree. Um, but I'll give it to Tyron because you know who I felt would have lost that first round against the Mavericks? Doc Rivers. Same players. I bet you Doc would have lost. Yeah. And I, that's why I'll give Tyron the humble pie. He knew to tell the guy. You know, and what happened? Paul George came up short in that last game. It was like 5 of 18. That is nasty. You know, don't let the whole I got extra points for free throws tell anything. You have to look at those shooting percentages. And it was the Kawhi Leonard show. And people need to respect Kawhi, too. Like, he's just so good all around. I don't think he's ever going to be leading scoring champion. I don't think he's ever going to be MVP of the league. Um, but he's just he's just great at a lot of levels. And his, his floor is basically, like, very good, close to great. So that's fantastic having a player. And come to Miami. Just come to Miami. Just you know you want to. I think you only have like two years left in your contract with LA. You went back. Come come to South Beach. We can utilize you. Oh yeah. Oh man, there there are so many. Oh, Dame Dame, if you ever that, that contract's too hard. I know, but still, Bradley. But Bradley. But but we can say this though. It's time. Uh, heat predictions, and then I'll stop at that because it's too early into it. But things that have got to go. I don't need. Um, I don't need Robinson on the team. I don't. Um, I think no, he's no. a plug-and-play guy. Don't don't poison pellet the way you did with Tyler Johnson a couple oh, of years yeah. back. Um, Tyler no, that, could that, be that, that, valuable. That's repl- uh, yeah, I mean, they're it's Jimmy, Jimmy Bam and Tyler. That's that's what uh, they're gonna go with, and then we'll see what Jimmy happens. Bam, them. Jimmy Bam Goran. Goron. Yeah. Because I mean, like he also kind of looks done because now he's hobbling a lot more. I mean, but he's he'll, he'll honor that contract. I guess so. I, I, maybe. I, I think I think Tyler can get some players if we have to facilitate this mm-hmm. whole trade thing. Yeah. And I'm willing to kind of take it because streaky shooters, you know, for every, ooh, for you know, for the ultimate streaky shooter that is Danny Green, for every guy who's at least clutch that could start in certain things, there's gonna be guys who just have like slow games and i don't know if tyler's game is going to be if he could develop into a lou williams which is very who you know i was very i thought it was a big thing because remember lou was on the clippers and they put him in the line i'm like why you all that for Rondo of all people he's not doing it he's not even playing um but you know tyler this is gonna be year three he needs to change his stuff a little bit more he needs to play better defense of course but i want to see more about you uh and then some of the pickups look you know this season I think you and I knew what was going to kind of happen, but I'm really interested in seeing it out there because it's not going to be a good free agent market. There's going to be a lot of bloated contracts because a lot of the guys who were drafted years ago are getting these max contracts or close to max contracts. So what can we do there? So now it's going to be one of those things that Pat doesn't like the draft. Pat, it's really time. Either you got to figure out if you want to get the blue collar players to build around like we did last year because we had Jay Crowder. We had all the Jay Crowders on Phoenix. That's what mm-hmm. defensively. Um, how you want to build it how, if you want to put blue chip players or if you really want to say can jimmy and bam and tyler in year three lead and groom like the new studs that we can have because i've been pushing for pressures to get more time 
I don't know what the because that's not a problem about basketball. We talk about we're just we're just evaluators of talent from what we see in different things. So I liked him a little bit in college, and I liked what I saw from him in person. But Spoh's gonna know him the best. We talked about it. You know, sign up Celtics. Ha 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 ha. Was better than being the fan base of the team that got the team swept in the first round. Having a fan base that got destroyed. Their their GM like quit even though he said resign, and then your coach doesn't even want to coach your team anymore. He's going to the front office. <laughs> oh man, this is great. And you lost to the team that you know to the player who called out on your uh, your town's racism. Love it. Um, sorry, be you. We know you're not racist, but you know there's some reputation oh, about Um. <laughs> Yeah, so humble pies, that's what I got for you. I don't think I have any more humble pies for what we talk smack about. Baseball's not done yet, so I'm not humble pieing it, but I have complaints and grievances, and I'll be on a different show. Yeah, okay. So we're down to the end. Charles, you said this would be a bifurcated. Let's go. Let's head to the cage. Let's do All it. right, so welcome, everybody, to your weekly Truplex the Cage with Charles. Now, full disclaimer, wrestling is not fake. It is scripted. It is a song. It is dance. It is poetry in motion. It is a ballet. It is a scripted fight. It is the... You know, story of about men and women chasing championships, legacy, being the holy crap out of each other, and it's a lot of it's just really impacted by one particular man, whether you like it or not. You know, the universe doesn't revolve around, but I bet you he feels it does. Vincent Kennedy McGrath, oh, you said Charles, I know. <laughs> We're gonna come out with some slander, but what you're starting to realize is that even if the WWE is not the best wrestling product out there. It is the noticeable. It is the, uh, I don't think it's prestigious, but it is the um, seminal wrestling product that is out there. And I think what the movements of a Vincent Kenny McMahon does um, basically shakes the leaves off the tree that is in the entire wrestling industry and how it affects AEW, how it affects New Japan, and how it affects every other organization between Ring of Honor, Dragon Gate, GCW, Impact Wrestling, all this stuff. Um, so we're going to talk about that. But first off, i got to give updates about the other stuff that's happening in wrestling. Um, Impact Wrestling, X Division Championship, Iron Man match, Joshua Alexander, TJP went at it, 60 minutes. Joshua Alexander won. He's the walking weapon. I love that nickname. He was part of the North, the tag team that has the longest-running Impact Tag Team Championships. His buddy Ethan Page went over to All Elite Wrestling to team up with Scorpio Sky. But Alexander's doing some work there. Why they're uh, elevating the X Division Championship? Because the Impact World Championship is with whom? Kenny Omega, the champion over in AEW, who's now all these brands as the belt collector. He'll be challenging Moose at some point. Hopefully Moose gets that belt back. You know how I feel about the um, AEW foreign door, open door policy, forbidden door policy, whatever they call it, for brands going to brands, because I always believe you should work with the talent that you have here and not give those titles to anybody that's a freelancer or just borrow time unless you can propel them to put them over. I don't see it happening. Um, AEW, they had double or nothing that occurred. Uh, there was a couple matches that happened, one of them being the triple threat match of Kenny Omega, Orange Cassidy, and Pac, Pac, for the former Millie Assemble, for the... AEW World Heavyweight Championship. I didn't watch that match particularly. I don't want to pay 50 bucks for the pay-per-views. However, I did read that AMC and AEW are partnering up to do the pay-per-views for like $20. I'm willing to do that, to be honest with you, to watch it because that's such a reduced price. And I do like the wrestlers on AEW. But Kenny retained his title. I know Miro won against Lance Archer. Miro retained the TNT Championship because he beat that with Darby Allin. I think that was in one of the shows I was gone for a while, where you were gone for a while. So that's some updates. Miro, formerly known as Rusev, is now your new TNT champion. Tag Team Championships were on the line. Uh, Young Bucks versus Moxley and Eddie Kingston. 
Uh, Moxley ate the pin. Young Bucks are healed. They sell the titles. All this other fun stuff that's come into it. Delaying the inevitable, but you have to draw it out for a bit. If it's going to have Hangman Adam Page versus Kenny Omega, very interested in seeing what happens there um, in a few months. But before that, you're going to have AEW uh, title defended between Kenny Omega and Jungle Boy because Jungle Boy won a Casino Royale uh, Battle Royal to get a number one contendership spot, contendership spot because the NBA playoffs, TNT, is not doing their typical Wednesday nights with AEW. They're putting them on like Friday or Saturdays. And the ratings have not been good. For the couple of weeks that NXT went to Tuesdays, uh, Dynamite was at least coming close to a million. I think it had a million the first week, and then like 800,000, 900,000. But you put it to Fridays, it was getting like 400, 500,000. That's no bueno. Why is that no bueno? Because AEW is no longer going to be on TNT anymore, buddy. AEW is going to be on TBS now. So I think it's part of a brand of longevity and keeping the existence of this um, organization that's only going to year two because Warner Media who owns TNT, ATT owned them, all that stuff. Now they're merging with Discovery, and it's like weird stuff. I mean, yeah, there's a there's a bunch of. I mean, they're 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 gonna have to start juggling their properties right now that they yeah. have because they got uh you know they got the NBA, mm-hmm. they're, they're getting now they're getting the NHL. Yep. And so you still have AEW, and, and of LBR, course yes. every October you know they have baseball so. Yeah, and that's the concerning part about TBS is because you have baseball, but what else do you have on TBS? College basketball. So I think it's going to get preempted as well in March. So we're going to see what happens there. But I think it's good for them to at least not get canceled because with a big organization that's more about the entertainment industry, if they don't understand the concept of wrestling as sports entertainment, I go with least to a cancel culture. Unlike a certain organization, that's a big rumor that they might be a sell. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, going to the other wrestling bits, New Japan. Shingo Takagi, my boy. The Dragon is now the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. This is stuff I tried to talk about on the last show. Now I got cut off because why? It was too good. It was too much of a prediction. It was too much of a spoiler to which the international <laughs> yeah, power. Yeah, for anybody who, anybody who wants to listen to the last episode, uh, the last 15 minutes are a mystery. It's not a mystery, it's a conspiracy, because what happened was <laughs> the Wrestling Legion of Doom, led by Vincent Kennedy McMahon, was saw that I was too into it, and I was going to make some seismic changes, and they cut me off. They censored me, and I'm back, baby. So what happened, to give updates, Will Ospreay, after he had his match with Shingo Takagi um, at the last you know championship match I have, he was injured, he had to vacate his out. Real injury, they don't pull off that whole thing like WWE does, where it's like, oh, there's a fake injury, so we're going to be ha-ha. It was like a legitimate thing. Osprey's next, like, busted up. So Shingo was going to against Kazuko Kata, who I love me, the Rainmaker. He's good. I love me Shingo Tagagi. You know I do. He's the only one I hype you about with the New Japan stuff, because he's just so cool. They had the uh, match on Monday, and now Shingo Tagagi is the proud champion of the Transformers title, as I call it, because that's how it looks like. It reminds me of the Bellflower from... Um, Mario. Very happy for him. This is his first run with the title. He's been with New Japan for three years now because he was in Dragon Gate and then he did some stuff with Ring of Honor, but now he's there, part of those Ingobernables de Japón. Um, very interesting seeing who they feud with. Okada, some people are like, oh, well, you know, Okada can't lose all the time. Okada's a main event. He's like John Cena. It's like, it's there. He's always going to be in the main event scene, so let him put over the new talent because New Japan needs that. Even though Tag- Tagagi's like 38, they got Minoru Suzuki still killing at 52, so you can keep wrestling for a while. But this is good. He's going to go against Kota Ibushi, the former champion, the one that Osprey took it from, the original 
New Japan, you know, well, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. So they could put that filler in there. And either I feel Jay White will probably be the one who takes it from Shingo after he loses the Never title, or they might pull a silly one and just have Hiroshi Tanahashi be the one who gets in a couple months from now. But I think this is a good move. They just need to kind of rebranch. Bring it into the bifurcation, because we're actually talking about happy stuff with wrestling. Boy, you know, budget cuts, man. I've worked in retail. I'm an attorney. I oversee part of a program. I understand the concepts of trying to um, you know, rub two nickels to make a dime kind of thing and save as much as you can. Last week stunk. The COVID pandemic has been kind of like a big fortitude for Vince McMahon to make most money that he can get. He's made not one, but two basically billion-dollar sales with Fox, and that was before the COVID, and then what they did with Peacock. But there was budget cuts that came in. And what you have to remember is that even though the wrestlers, this is their profession, this is their craft, this is what they specialize in, and now with them getting released, there's this silly non-compete, which I never got, and we're lawyers, and I never understood non-competes because I don't work for you anymore. Why is it should I be prohibited from going to seek ah, employment? Yes. I remember any, that from contracts. Exactly, but it, it's even complicated because it's not – imagine just saying, okay, you can't work within the competitor within 10, 15, 30 days – you can't go work for somebody for 90 days. Yeah. And for WWE, remember the big issue for about a year ago is that he, he's saying that they're independent contractors. So how am I an independent contractor, but then in my contract, I can't go freelance. Exactly. It, it's a paradox. Yeah. Because why? You don't have real lawyers looking at the damn contract. Mm. And probably the problem was is that even if you did. Do some pro bono, Charles. I, maybe, right? <laughs> Let me get on my soapbox. Part of the problem is, is that even if you did, Vince would probably say, all right, don't sign the contract then. So you want to go in the indies and make the pool hall money and not get any coverage or anything like that? I don't know, man. Because when you get in the big leads, a downside guarantee contract with the merchandise. But Vince has taken that year to kind of like cut the budget out, cut out people who didn't need, cut out you know executives and all that stuff. And then you have wrestlers who are cut. And then some of them kind of sang. Like I knew Rusev was going Miro, but I was like, okay. But none of them really hit me. Last week hit me hard, man, because they didn't release just one, but they released two wrestlers that I'm a big fan of. And then they released some other ones that's like, okay, best of luck kind of thing. But Aleister Black's gone. Very sad, very awkward. I liked him. I've seen him in person numerous times when I used to go see NXT. Always liked his style. He had kind of like this dark character with the MMA thing going on. His finisher was a spinning kick to the Black Mass. He had great um, things in NXT did nothing on the main roster because Vince didn't know how to book it because Vince is about characters. And the problem, the problem is Vince can't book characters if it's not a character of his own creation. Um, but what's weird about Alistair's release is that there was rumors of his wife, Selena Vega, Thea Trinidad, coming back. And Alistair showed up after being gone for a couple months, like two weeks ago. He was doing promos. He showed up. He cost Biggie the SmackDown uh, Intercontinental Tag Team, or not Tag Team, Fatal 4-Way on SmackDown. And you thought that was going to feud, and then you find out he was released. And you're like, what the hell? What is this? Because imagine being a casual viewer. You don't see all the time. You're like, okay, I see Alistair. Okay, he's kicking Biggie in the face. Okay. A couple weeks later, like, he got fired? What are we doing with the storyline now? Because this is a soap opera. It reminds me of the soap operas. I watched General Hospital when I was a kid growing up. You know, I was always, I love me some Jason and Sam. Go from there. Um, you, Jason Morgan. You guys don't watch that? Come on. Yeah, I didn't get into it. But sometimes in soap <laughs> operas, when they recast people, they, they pander to the audience and they go say the role of such and such is now being played by they did when Carly when the second Carly actress left like the role of Carly is now get a different out viv in there Price come on now like yeah Price so Price. it's like it's like what can you do with it but now Alistair's out and then they release Braun Strowman 
what? Like, I get it because the rumor of the contracts and their rumors is speculation, but it makes sense in your head, is that he was making like a million dollars per year in his contract renegotiation that he signed from 2019 and 2022 or 2023. And if Vince is trying to maximize profits, cut budget costs, getting rid of Russell who is absorbing that much in the contract, and he is injured, sure, but he sells merch, he gets with the crowds. I think it would have been perfect coming back for the tour. Vince just kind of probably made a very hard decision to say, hey, go from there. Follow the same quote. I'm like, hey, Hogan, you're going to go? They're going to pay you more money in WCW? Go. I don't want you. Because you got to remember, Hulk Hogan was never with WWF full-time. In fact, the best Hogan's I know was Hollywood Hogan over in WCW. When he was NWO, baby. Wish I could say the same for Randy Savage, but, you know, Hogan pisses on everybody that comes around him, right? Um, watch the Macho Man biographies on A&E. I don't know if I like those. I try to watch them, but I feel like they're too pandering. But I do want to watch the Bret Hart one, but I want them to talk about the Montreal screw job all the time. Um, but now Braun Strowman's out. I have a Braun Strowman shirt. I have two of them. I think they're interesting. I think he's a fun character. And it's terrible that the last WrestleMania match that you have in your wrestling existence is putting over Shane McMahon and giving a competent match. Terrible. Um, part of the problem, and Booker T had an interesting thing on his podcast. He was saying that the problem with uh, Braun was just he was so big that it was only like two or three legitimate guys that could have really gone with him that you could have done. Um, creatively wise to make him seem like we want to guess, but are we saying that's his fault for being like 6'9", 6'10", and jacked of that nature? So it's just kind of disappointing, but I'm sure both of them will be on the feet. All You hope for all of these talents to get on their feet, but it was such a shocker, and it leads to the question, is Vince going to sell? And it ain't going to be now. It ain't going to be later. It's probably, I would say, within a three, four-year window because he's going to sell it at its highest peak. Enumerate a lot of the budgets. What he's probably going to do is simplify the cast because remember, wrestling is scripted. Sorry to tell you this, um, but you do it like a TV show. You have the same contracted actors. You do not have this whole big spiel of all these actors coming up because that's money, that's negotiations, that's time. So what I can see him doing is trimming that roster very thin, merging the brands, going back to you know people wrestling at Raw, people wrestling at SmackDown is the same thing because it's what he did years ago, but for a different focus. Um, I can see him merging the tag titles. I can see him merging the women's belt. You can keep Raw and SmackDown titles to themselves in the your main title, the WWE Championship, the Universal Championship. The Universal Championship is the main title. Minus Roman's fantastic. But you, what happens is if you do sell it to a big organization, Fox maybe, part of me thinks it can go to ESPN because who owns ESPN? The mouse. And what is the mouse? It's a monopoly. And mm. what does the SEC not try to break up? The mouse. But hmm. now I can see them dabbling into sports entertainment um, to a degree because doesn't that sound fun on Disneyland aside from going and meet Mickey who's not really Mickey but just WWE someone, World exactly, or Land some, or whatever. Some 19 year old you know kid who's jack up on steroids acting like he's Hulk Hogan. You, you, the toys man it, it's an easy sell so you probably remember the little the wrestling buddies when we were kids you just get them at Toys R Us or Walmart you can slam them back and get the title belts anything is marketable because is wrestling not the best it, it went from being a carny show to something that's so get Pixar to make a wrestling movie or whatever but it, it can happen you have wrestling you have a freaking Guatemala which I love yeah. you know but what's the whole thing Lucha Libre you have uh, you know Nacho Libre not that good of a movie but it's something there you have the Academy nominated movie The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke Versa Tomei, um, David Fincher, I think, directed it. It's profitable. It's merchandisable. And the reason why maybe you put that big sell to WWE and Vince's said is because it has credibility and clout. The product might suck. You worry about what happens if you put over the rights and licensing to something to people who don't know wrestling. 
But, you know, we do that as talking figureheads for sports. None of us ever played the game of sports. I can't talk to you about X and O's. I was never coached by Coach K, who's retiring now, and I think it's because Roy's, Roy Williams retired and he lost his spirit at the competition of Chapel Hill. I'm, but just, hey, I'm saying he's getting out while he still can before, I don't know, something pops up, some some violations. I have no idea. Dude, he's been in Duke for like 40 <laughs> years, like 30 years. Like, it would have happened if it happened, yeah. right? Um, Taylor, oh, Who knows? A lot of this guy Who knows? Um, but the point of being is that it has credibility, it has, crowd, it has uh, clout, it has recognition, it has name brand. You know what WWE is. And I think that's what makes it profitable to any organizations. Even even today, I'm going to give you the big example because I can see ESPN and the Disney subsidiaries attacking it. Whether or not we believe it's a different story, but it's not going to be universal. Or we have the Peacock, you're able to play, overpay that. I love it, but that's on them. Um, look at Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins is a movie with Julie Andrews. 1960 something, 1970 something. You know the songs, whatever. What did right. they make three years ago? Mary Poppins Returns. You don't even have the same cast. Yep. I think you get a Dick Van Dyke. And Dick Van Dyke is still there. <laughs> yeah, you get a Dick Van Dyke cameo. But that's what I'm saying because what is. is just going to be my prime opportunity because I can see him doing it because Disney likes to milk that cow until mm-hmm. the otters don't exist anymore. Want to know how I know? Why does Cruella have a movie? New, this whole idolization yeah. of villains. Look what they did in Star movies, Wars. I mean, sheesh. Wants, don't get me started. Where they want to, you know, <laughs> skin alive a puppy, should not get her own movie. The live action movies and movies they're seeing. Listen, if Disney, Disney owned Nintendo, at least we could get a new F Zero game. Come on now. We can get a new Star Fox. My God, Star Fox is the most marked. Disney should want that. Oh, Tiny, Disney would absolutely. Look. With spaceships? I'm surprised Nintendo, like, okay, so Nintendo's slowly trying to, like, you know, market there's aside from Pokemon, which is like, you know, a whole different thing. But like, okay, you're gonna get a Mario movie. They got a Mario World and Universal Studios out there in Japan. I'm just saying, like, a Star Fox series, animated series. I watch it. Like, watch it you know, you know, it doesn't have to be like just like a limited series. You know, two, three seasons. I don't know. Back... If you gave me a Gundam esque style Star Fox, yeah. I'm binging that. Over oh yeah. I mean, just think of all the stuff. I mean, God, he loses his father. You can go deep into, like, the politics of whatever, the world. Like, all that's in there. We, we made it. Uh, to, to go off on that tangent to bring it back, because I know we're like, really This is what happens when you get the Andrew List show. <laughs> but, but we're making some good points. But here's the thing. You shave it. You wait, like, three to five years. You maximize the profit in detail. You consolidate the cast of people. Because it's not just the wrestlers. It's the writers, the producers, the road agents. Uh, the executives, and then you sell it at max value. Because now you're going to get fans back. Now you're going to do this. Now you're going to show there. You're going to have Peacock coming in strong. What happens is you let the years worth of Peacock show as a cross relation. Like, oh, we have good relationships because we have, oh my God, we won't put it on Disney Plus because, you know, we just want to put crappy MCU secondary shows that really make no difference. Mind you, I haven't seen Falcon Moral Soldier, but I'll get to that point eventually. I don't care about Wanda missing her, you know, robot husband. You know, it's whatever. Vision's not cool. It, the comics maybe, but he's not the show, and they they nerfed that one. I'm a comic reader, and it bothers me. Um, but there's potential, so there's just like that big organization that wants to come into it. Because why do I think of that? If someone was willing to buy and rebrand for the XFL, and now the USFL, that has been resurrected, as mentioned by Freddie Miller. You mean to tell me no big organizations might want to take a chance on wrestling? Because wrestling. It hits all walks of life. It's not just some 31 year old geeked out lawyer who likes wrestling. It's the old people. It's the kids. It's a family event. And then it can, you know, Disney attractions. Oh my God, what if we put them wrestlers on the road? Buddy, 
this is almost the greatest equivalent of me being a kid watching the Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles rock show. Yeah. That was on VHS, and I could have been there in concert. Terrible show, but I loved it then. <laughs> um, not a show, but like a special. There's profit into it, and because of longevity. No one's really going to want to buy AEW because it's only been two years, right? But you have a 30-plus year, 40-plus year, you know, i got to do math, coming into it where there might be some profits. It might be a way of going more money because at the end of the day, if you treat it like a stage production, um, there's so much you can do. You know, a lot of shows get reboots, a lot of shows get anthologies, a lot of shows get adaptations. Hell, Cowboy Bebop is getting a live-action show, but I don't think I need it, but I'll watch it. They even got the composer back coming in, bringing the weebs all together. Mm-hmm. But that's where I see where the stage's going. Vince will sell because Vince, I think, wants to cash out a lot of money. He's going to be 70-something. Um, I don't think he really cares about the legacy because everybody knows WWE is Vince and Kennedy McMahon. But I think you want to cash out at the top and so going bankrupt because who went bankrupt into it? We're not bankrupt, but failed unsuccessfully. The person he was competing against so long in the Monday Night Wars, which was Ted Turner, one day you had it just fold. I think Vince is a competitive human being. Don't know, but this is just why he's a competitive. He'd rather die on his feet than live on his knees. He doesn't want to be the guy on the other side where you lose that coin toss. And imagine the height of it is like you were about to go under for the Monday Night Wars. You almost went to jail for distribution of steroids, allegedly. Um, you let all your other big stars, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, all these other guys go to WCW, and you cap it all out, and you get bought out by Disney, as an example. That's the biggest win. Because you know who sold out to Disney? George Lucas. George probably had ideas for 7 and 9. Yep. Sold out to Disney for a billion plus dollars. You give Vince $3 billion, he'll take it, and he'll go home. Go sip some Mai Tais, and he'll find a way to keep the licensings to it, too. He'll get residuals. He'll get royalties. That's all I got for you, Cage. I can talk more about it, but it was an interesting component of how I looked at this. Okay. All right, guys. That is it. We actually got through an entire episode. Look at that. Internet didn't crap out any of that stuff. I might play Rocket League tonight. I'm feeling good about the internet today. It won't kick me out of matches. Uh, yeah, so... now. Uh, update the lightning are moving on to the final four for the nhl stanley cup playoffs so andrew is happy and yeah canes just kind of crapped the bed in this one they lost to nothing so there you go and let's see Uh, let's see vegas colorado that's that's a fun series right now that is a very fun series Let's see, uh, Braves are beating the Phillies. What happened to the Marlins? Ah, they're up 6-2. to two. That's a good thing that's happening right now. Uh, let's see. Red Sox are still losing, Charles. There you go. Yay! Go Astros. Go Astros. <laughs> and, and yeah, what, the Yanks play against the Twins right now, right? They're playing right now. Oh, you guys are losing 2 nothing. What the hell? It's over, man. That pitching shot. You already know this. <laughs> Who's on the mound for you guys? If Hold it's on. Jameson Tylen, I'm going to lose my shit because that's the guy who I don't like on my team. Montgomery. Oh, it's a t- because he's in the tie, right? Jordan's not a full-out pitcher. I said it. You know, that back nine. And then, you know, Garrett Cole, they're saying that he's using four of substance. Well, you know. I mean, that's that the next even, thing. It doesn't even matter anymore because we haven't whatsoever removed a championship from a team that used trash cans. Mm. I don't want to hear it. And everybody, everybody's in substances right now. That is, that is a widespread thing that's happening. That's, that's about to go down, especially once Josh Donaldson gets his whole evidence together. Yeah, well, you know what? Get Be better. Be a better hitter. 
be a better hitter. Or you know what? Bring back steroids. That's yeah. all I got on that. All right, folks. So we are out. We'll see you guys maybe next week. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm here. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, kids.